0: Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcast that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey,
1: in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics.
0: And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah. (laughs) So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. (gasps) Nerd Debate 5 live. There we go. Boom. That is the subtitle. We just came out with it. We will be doing this at... The amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here
1: in Syracuse, New York.
0: So find all the information that you need at our social media, or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer
1: before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th
0: at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: You're listening to the Superpod Cast, a Night Shift Radio production.
0: So starting off, yes, yes. what point when they were writing the script did they go, <laughs> the previous timeline doesn't matter anymore. Fuck it. Oh, it, you know, I, it's, it's liberating, right? To be
1: just like, hey, I don't give a shit. You know, remember that corner we painted ourselves into? What fucking corner?
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's very much a JJ. Uh, I'm gonna rewrite Rise of Skywalker characters because <laughs> I didn't like what happened in Last Jedi. Yeah, Brian Singer coming back, taking his toys, like this is how you play with them. And welcome to the Superpod Hero Cast, Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 104. I'm Casey Ryan.
1: It's 103. You said
0: 104 earlier, you sabotaging son of a bitch. Yes, you did. did I, I? Listen, I'm like Ron Burgundy. Whatever's on the, <laughs> I'm the teleprompter, I'm going to read. Right. <laughs> Episode 103. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Wait, no, shit. <laughs> And we watched, watched X Men, Days of Future Past. Oh, I, that, the Rogue road cut. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: I was waiting for you to bounce back in there, but sure, you
1: sure, sure. That failed me again. The failed unnecessary me
0: again. edit. Yes. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. It's not even. Well, there yeah, So I checked the bean to see Spider Man No Way Home the fun cut or oh, yeah. the more fun version i can't remember what they yeah, what yeah. they deemed it but not only is there extra jokes and a whole really fun sequence oh. with betty interviewing everybody oh it's it's absolutely hysterical but like there are reveals of certain characters uh-huh. where their reveal is cut down mm, okay oh god fagan no you can't <laughs> sit why are you the fucking worst Come on, you got to sit in here with me, dum dum. Folks, okay. it
1: wouldn't be the Super Pod hero cast without a dog making its presence known in the podcast.
0: Uh, monster, like a lot of stuff is like you. If you're here, you've already seen the movie, yeah, so yeah. you know what's coming. So let's just skip all that shit. Like a lot of <laughs> a lot of little things were shorter, and I felt that same way with this. Where like. Okay. Some stuff was cut shorter because they're like, yeah. if you're watching the road cut, you watch Days of Future Past.
1: Yeah, the road cut's long. It's almost two and a half hours.
0: It's like It's only six minutes longer than regular Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Oh. Yeah, Days of Future Past is only 224 or something like that. Yeah, Ooh, yeah this, It's really not that much. <laughs> bloated? Bloated mm. is a word that comes to mind. Well, Brian Singer likes his bloat. I mean. Okay. In addition. Okay. Uh, uh, now wait. he does. You know. It's so frustrating. We'll get to it. We'll get into what we need to, but I, I just want to put this here for a discussion. I miss early 2000s Brian Singer in many ways because before we knew he was a fucking monster. <laughs> but yeah. like the emotional weight he put into scenes in like X Men, mm-hmm. really good. And in this, it just felt very paint by numbers. Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's uh, let's do some housekeeping then and get into it then.
0: Sure. So, since we
1: are... Guys with Beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? So, our beer this evening comes to us, like so many of our beers, from our good friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop over in Township 5 in Camillus, here in the greater Syracuse, New York area. And walking in there, had a lot of options, settled on a beer from a brewery that we have not drank from before. So this mm-hmm. beer comes to us from Aurora Brewing Company. They are a microbrewery in the Finger Lakes with a focus on small batches of IPA, lager, and stouts barrel-aged. Um, now, this is this movie has a complex and elaborate plot. Um, a whole plan or scheme, some might say, to Prevent this future apocalypse by changing events in the past. It's a plot. It's a plan. Some might call it a stratagem, which is what we are drinking this evening.
0: Sure are. So our strategy... This is one of those ones where I I looked at it and I'm like, strategy... Oh, I got it now. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
1: Um, so, stra- so actually, and I walked past three or four other ones. I was like, oh, that's a good contender. Oh, that's a good contender. Because again, mm-hmm. you're not going to find a better selection of beers, interestingly named or not, at other than at Branching a Bottle Shop. So go check out our friends. say had a Carissa and Joel and Barley the Shop Dog. But mm-hmm. this evening we are drinking... Aurora Brewing Company's Stratagem. This is a Baltic porter. I'm not familiar with that style, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, this is conditioned in locally roasted coffee and Madagascar vanilla beans, 7.5% ABV, and of course, this is a tall 16-ounce can. So um, I've been curious about this since I bought it, so I can't wait for us to try it.
0: I am very curious because I think the vanilla, Madagascar vanilla is going to give it a sweet sp- a sweet with the uh, coffee. I'm really excited.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Oh, It smells good. It smells good.
0: Fagan, for the love of Christ. <laughs> come on, baby. Just lay down. Don't look at me like you're an idiot. We all know you are.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Fagan.
0: He breaks out it himself.
1: It's got a nice It's got a nice aroma. I'm looking forward to this. It does we do we do like porters, so I we do. Some of my beer selection may have been based on the type of beer and me saying, I don't wanna drink that beer. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Oh. Mmm. There's a little a little bite to a little
1: it, little tang, yeah. Oh, that's a t- that is a taste. Much
0: like our titular character in this movie, yeah. because Wolverine.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh man! Well So once again, our friends are branching out. Never let us down. Uh, head over, check them out. If you haven't been there before, it's just an amazing beer shop. So I'm so glad that they live or that uh, they work close to where we live.
0: <laughs> All right. Yes.
1: Now, of course, we have no uh, reactions or reshoots because nothing's dropped yet this season, so we're ahead of the curve.
0: Uh-huh, and we have no almost cast because, spoiler, there's no new people in this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, wait, the only person is... Teter um, uh, Tyrant Tyron Lannister Tyrion himself. Lannister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was close. Listen, for close. someone who didn't watch the show, I, I think I, I nailed it. You know, I read something
1: once about, you know... Starting his acting career, he made a deliberate choice not to play, you know, dwarfs, imps, jesters. Like he he said, "No, no, no I'm not, I'm not taking roles because of my size. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go after roles that I want to play." Now, I think Tyrion's the exception, but the fact that Tyrion's a dwarf it makes is probably the least interesting thing about that character. He's an incredibly mm-hmm. complex character, um, you know. His appearance in Elf it has nothing to do with his stature, and I would
0: say, "Wait, hang on, back up." It has everything to do with his stature. Well, that's I mean, the whole joke. Well, it's he's uh, like, "Oh, I didn't know we let elves work here." Very funny, my friend. But Call then, me an elf one that's, more time.
1: That's one joke, though. But the character—it's like that's almost like an afterthought. You know, the,
0: the but it's the thing that ru- it's the thing that ruins the meeting. Sure, so it, he couldn't have been played by. You know Jim Carrey. He, he, he had to be. You could have written.
1: You could have written some other way that Buddy offends the great author. I mean, it it sure. happened to be. It's, got, it's right there. Yeah, but um, but most interestingly is that
0: uh, Trask, which is an anagram for Stark, for all you uh, word nerds <laughs> out there, uh, he is obsessed with mutation and dwarfism is a genetic mutation itself, but he never talks about it. And it's not like they're filming him to hide the fact that he is uh, a dwarf or a, a little person or whatever they, they prefer to be called. It is just something simply <laughs> that
1: <laughs>
0: hang on. Yep. Um, we we're talking
1: about trash. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Tra- so, so Trask never like, it's never mentioned by anyone. It's simply just there. And <laughs> Brian Singer purposely cast, Peter Dinklage because of that, and I don't so, know. That's weird. Well, so <laughs> he's not that in the comics.
1: No, he is not that in the comics. He's a character that goes back all the way to 1965. He first shows up in X Men number 14, uh, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby when they were still creating, you know, all of this these characters in this universe whole cloth. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with the origin of the character, and I would argue that uh, other than kind of that, that. Um, perspective you just shared you know his height has nothing to do with the character and uh, he's i'm a big i'm a big fan of peter dinklage so uh yeah he's great no
0: don't get me wrong yeah of course phenomenal especially in this movie like the hubris that this character has is out of control with
1: a little bit of creep and i'll need her for scientific purposes of course (laughs) and nixon says i don't care who you fuck as long as it's not me
0: Screw. Screw, we only have two fucks in that's this right. version, right. and uh, we can tell we're in a, a not rated version of the of the show, be, of the movie, because one of them is used in a sexual context.
1: Mm, well, I missed that one. I, I got the...
0: Uh, Nixon. Nixon says, uh, uh, I'm fucked.
1: Oh, right, sure, sure. Uh, that's that, not a... Well, that's... Uh, yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so no almost cast. Nope. But, um Familiar names here in terms of the writing and direction. So three people have writer credits. Um, two sh- share a story credit. That's Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. They're both um, producers. Goldman also writes stuff. She's been involved with Kick-Ass, Kingsman, The Secret Service, a number of the X-Men movies, the movie Stardust, and the upcoming Little Mermaid. The little uh, Right. Indie little yeah. pick there that you might have heard of. Um, Matthew Vaughn, a producer, also directs all the Kingsman movies.
0: He, the reason he doesn't direct this is because he was directing the Kingsman. Oh, I didn't know that. Because he directed First Class. Oh, first,
1: oh, right. He directed First Class. He directed Stardust. Was supposed
0: to do... And it, it's the same... It, it's weirdly how Brian Singer lost X-Men 3. They gave him X-Men 3, and he mm-hmm. said, Great, I'm going to go make Superman Returns, then I'll make X-Men 3. And they're like, mm, that doesn't work for us. You're fired.
1: Yikes. Wow.
0: So do you think, like, as they were passing in the Hall, Brian Singer's like, I know how it feels, but...
1: they're each carrying a box of their stuff. Um, (laughs) So uh, Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn have the story credits. Simon Kinberg gets the screenplay credits. He's a writer Mm. and producer. Lots of the X-Men movies. The 2015 Fantastic Four. Sherlock Holmes. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Lots of movies that we've seen. And of course, the director is, as you say, Brian Singer. Um, mm. We've talked about him before. I don't know that we need to, unless you
0: want to show We don't. His.
1: Okay. We'll go for it. Um, all right. So that covers the writing direction. And obviously, again, this is the. Uh, I didn't do the count, but let's see. X Men, X Men 2, X Men 3, X Men Origins, Wolverine, The Wolverine, first, first class. class. So this is, this is our seventh. seventh X-Men movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, it's a universe. But we're winding
0: down this series also. Like we've only got. Two more good four- movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four total. We got a 50-50 ratio left. But the next one is. Oh, wait, no. No, we have five. Fuck. Wait. Age of
1: Apocalypse. The two Deadpool. Uh, oh, uh, New Mutants and Dark in Phoenix.
0: <laughs> fuck. Which one did you forget?
1: I forgot New Mutants.
0: I forgot Dark Phoenix. Uh,
1: how about we just don't do either of those? Okay, no, done. Both, right. both
0: are equally terrible.
1: Yikes. Uh, I watched New Mutants and was incredibly disappointed. Um, I did unsurprising,
0: not uh, Unsurprising uh, that every review was spot on and how terrible it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and also the fact that we waited, like, literally two years for the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Because of the pandemic. The, <laughs> and when it ke- finally came out, we're like, this is it.
1: You know, Black Widow was a better movie. But still wasn't, is nowhere near the top of the MCU. But that delay certainly didn't help it.
0: And didn't help it. And also, it should have been released after Civil War. It should have yeah, been in that part sure, of the sure. timeline. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. It should be the next movie we're reviewing yeah, for the MCU. That's fair.
1: Um, all right. So uh, let's talk about money. Um, mm. this this movie is the commercially the most successful film until we get Deadpool in this series so uh it's got a budget of between two hundred to two hundred and twenty million dollars it does seven hundred and forty six million at the box office op- the worldwide box office yeah and uh you know it's the reason that the franchise continues clearly um and
0: yeah, I think the thing that made it make so much money is that bringing both casts together, like, mm-hmm. that was heavy in the in the advertising for this. Even, like, McAvoy and Stewart having a scene together were all like, holy shit, this is going to be great. You,
1: you know, those are some of the high points. Um, you know, listen, Hugh Jackman, in addition to just being seemingly an all-around amazing guy yeah, and wonderful actor— is Wolverine? I gotta be honest with you. I'm I'm having a hard time with any discussion around recasting Wolverine because he just so inhabits that role. I I don't know how anyone's gonna do that unless uh, unless you just take it like this other multiverse Wolverine is so different, and you just have to accept that it's a different character. I I, I just I, I just Hang can't on. picture anyone else. Sure,
0: Fagan. Do you need to go outside? Oh my God! He's trying to poop in the house. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Come on. Okay. So the
1: money, the money. Yes, yes. Uh, This is a commercially successful film. Uh, You know, the franchise keeps going, and I don't know that there's much else to
0: say. Um, Well, you didn't say what the budget and how much it made was.
1: Oh, I did, but but you may not have. You may have been Been distracted. Yeah, but let's. Yeah. Hey, Casey. The budget for this movie. Uh, which came out in 2014 was tw- 200 to 220 million dollars, and the worldwide box office it does 746. This is the highest grossing X Men film until Deadpool,
0: which is uh was the highest grossing R rated film of all time until something took its spot. I can't remember what it was. Non comic book movie It is still the highest rated, highest grossing R rated comic book movie of all time. Deadpool yeah. is.
1: I think. I think the Hangover is the highest rated, rated uh, highest grossing rated R comedy of all time,
0: or maybe I think, rated R I think, film
1: of all time.
0: No, I think Deadpool even beat the Hangover.
1: Oh, really? Interesting.
0: Yeah, we'll find out when we get to that. Yeah. But right now, sure. unfortunately, we need to talk about X Men. <laughs> Duff. Okay. <laughs> well, with
1: that, um, what do you say we roll that film?
0: All right. Before we start, we should probably point out something rather big. Okay. We have a character, we have an actor in this film, yes. who at the time identified as female, now identifies as male. Sure. we just Let's just get it out of the way. When we talk about the actor, we will say he, him. Mm-hmm. When we are talking about the character, Kitty Pride, we will say she, her. For sure. it is a female identifying character. Yep. If that offends anybody, sorry, that's just the easiest way to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And let's be honest, the actor Elliot Page and the character Kitty Pride, they're not doing much in the movie. Like from a plot perspective, without them, nothing happens. But from a practical sense, in the movie, they're at best minor characters.
0: I've just thought of what I would change at the end of the film, For when we talk about it at the okay. end. Um, and well, I look yeah. forward to hearing that. Okay. So, in the dystopian future, do you know what year it's supposed to be? mm, they go to 73
1: they go to 73 and uh,
0: everybody says we're going to send you back 50 years let's do some quick math oh fuck that's next year
1: yeah (laughs) 2023 uh yeah you know (laughs) what's oh so i think we i probably i I know i've said this multiple times when i've bitched about this movie so i'll hold it there's a there's another place okay you know, I, well, I'll, just yeah, I'll, I'll set this. Yeah, I'll set this. So in a few minutes when we meet the future Wolverine, I love that right off the bat, he's got the gray temples.
0: Just like in the comic. Yep.
1: Yeah. And the Uncanny X-Men number 141, which came out in January of 1981, is the first of the two-part story arc. And this is only a, a two-issue story in the comics. Mm-hmm. 141 and 142, that's the complete story. Um, and it's Kitty who goes back, Right. It is Kitty who goes back, um, but, you know, I as soon as Wolverine shows up, my first thought was it was this great homage to what I would consider one of the most iconic comic covers of all time, which is Wolverine and, oh, geez, is it? It's Kitty. It's Kitty, right, you know, mm-hmm. against the wall, and you've got all the, the wanted Slain posters, or captured. Slain yep. or captured, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, they to the point where somebody went and made a, Cover It might have been Fox, but I don't think it was, and made it a live action with Hugh Jackman and Elliot Page. No kidding. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to find that. I'll have to find it, and we'll share it when we do this episode.
1: Probably should have shared this in the production, but back in 2001, this is from the wiki, fans voted this the first issue of this storyline as the 25th greatest Marvel comic of all time. Um,
0: That's pretty fucking impressive.
1: Yeah, if you consider the volume of uh, potential...
0: uh, you know uh, just eke into the top 25 that's and for the fact that it's a two issue story arc yes they're not like yeah it's not like you know love it or hate it it's not like executioner's song the first issue of that whatever that is because that was like a multi-year like this is why it's on this list because it was this multi-year game changing yeah yeah, you know Or the Dark Phoenix saga, or sure. This is like sure. a two. This almost feels like. I mean, big stakes happen in this, but this almost feels like. And I'm sorry to bring you to Star Trek, but the Inner Light. <laughs> Have I you don't ever
1: seen this? No. Uh,
0: it, so they find a probe. Uh, Enterprise D finds a probe. Oh, personal. And it um, it hits Picard and knocks him out, and all of a sudden he becomes this other person, hmm. and he lives his entire life. And they find out that the star that. They circle, is dying, and then he wakes up. He's like, my God, how long have I been out? It's like 10 seconds. And it's their way of sharing the story. The probe came from the planet. And it was just this silly one-off episode that not silly, but pretty, you know, they didn't expect it to change the character forever, and it kinda had to, because Picard lived this other life and learned how to play this flute, and it was a really cool episode. But mm-hmm. I wonder if Days of Future Past is kinda like, all right, we gotta fill some storyline before we move on to the next thing. Let's uh let's send Kitty to the past. <laughs> but and now it's like this fucking iconic story, you know. That's so funny. There's a
1: oh no, never mind. It's, it's, too far, it's too much of a tangent. It won't, it'll never make the cut. It's not worth it. Never mind. All right.
0: Oh no, the, the The process of yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. You were no. like the kombucha lady. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You mentioned dystopian future. Oh no, no, you have a note. I'm sorry, please. Uh yes, the Sentinels. This is the first time comics, cartoons, any version, the Sentinels actually seem scary. The Sentinels are from the comics are iconic. Yes. And the instant you see them like bad shit's about to happen. Yep. But I've never been unnerved by them until the future versions of the Sentinels.
1: That's fair. That, you know, the, so that's funny. I had a question for you later, but let's bring, let's talk about it now. Um, so the Sentinels, the comics, they are iconic, right? The purple Mm -hmm. and blue, almost, almost like a child's toy, version of a robot right
0: no 100 yeah you,
1: you know as you point out incredibly lethal in the comics but but not frightening um that's a fair point How, where do you come down on that though because part of me did want something that was at least evocative of the comics you know you get a hint of that back in 1973 um when mm-hmm that the program launches i would say if there's any place where they're like look we know there are going to be comic book fans who want the the comic book sentinel the robots in 73 are something like that
0: you know two things about that the 73 robots were 100% practical was it really oh i didn't know yeah that. Wow. i think when they flew it's fake it, okay. it becomes cg but they're real actual working puppets oh wow and i'm always going to be a fan of using puppetry sure and two, I think be, they couldn't do the full Sentinel version because they blew that in X-Men 3 when they're all fighting in the Danger Room.
1: Oh, We
0: see sure. a comic-accurate Sentinel Yeah, head.
1: you're right. That's Yeah, yeah, I guess.
0: And they probably went, well, we can't do that. I mean, we've already fucked up the timeline enough in these movies. We can't you have re- it look like the thing that they fought.
1: Now, I know that in terms of the Marvel Universe, X-Men, is, X-Men and Spider-Man... Are your two big loves?
0: Oh yeah, I loved X Men. Yeah, um, I I I started a Jim Lee era.
1: Okay, oh, okay. Um, oh, was that? But I've gone
0: back and read Dark Phoenix and stuff like that. Some of kind of I got into it when they rebooted it in ninety or ninety one when they did Blue and Gold.
1: Okay, all right.
0: And, and Storm, I think, was the leader of X Men. Blue.
1: So there's a there's a version of the Sentinels that we get later, and I'm trying to remember if it's Nimrod. Did you ever? <laughs>
0: yes, Nimrod. Yes. Nimrod. <laughs> Always <laughs> made me laugh, because I'm like, Nimrod's an insult.
1: <laughs> well, ironically, you know, <laughs> so fun little side, which may or may not make the cut. Nimrod is a great hunter in either the Bible or Sumerian mythos. Uh, Nimrod yeah,
0: I think it's just become like a uh, nice job because of Bugs Bunny. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Which is I, I. Yeah. Now it comes to me in the exact opposite of its of its origin. But Nimrod yep. was an impressive name until uh, Bugs Bunny.
0: They did Days of Future Past on the X Men animated series, uh, and yes. Nimrod was a part of that. And in that, they decided to send Bishop back, which okay. again makes sense. Like the way they explain why they send Wolverine back, which we'll get to in a minute. Yep totally makes sense sure everything around it not so much (laughs) but his reasoning for he needs to be the one to be sent back i'm like okay this this yeah this works because why is why is kitty sent back in the uh comics is there any reasoning behind it or is she just like the last living person
1: uh geez i'm trying to remember i i own this in a hard in a Hardcover collection, bragging. I didn't think to pull it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take a look. I'll I'll have to tell you later. But I'm trying to remember. Okay, so, but Nimrod was an alt, basically like an ultimate Sentinel. I don't mean the Marvel That's it. Ultimates. Was well, that Nimrod? There was,
0: there was Nimrod, and then there was also the Tri Sentinel that had three faces and three arms. It was in that time where they just gave everybody three arms. Got, Got hello. It. Okay, okay. Spider Man with three arms for no reason. It was when Spider-Man had uh, the power of Nova, when he was Cosmic Spider-Man.
1: Okay. All right.
0: I think it's around that time, too.
1: So, you know, I will admit the future Sentinels, and it makes sense that the version that is first created in 73 would look very different than what it looks like 50 years later, especially because clearly it stopped taking orders from humanity, hence the conveyor belt of human bodies uh just unloading garbage there
0: yeah uh, you know what we we should point out that this i believe will be the last one with uh, sir patrick stewart doing his wonderful narr- narration Oh, is it really? And Sir Pat Stewart is so good at aging up his voice. He does it on Picard too, because yeah. on Picard he's supposed to be like a hundred and ten. So he <laughs> does everything kind of, but it's, like it's not fu- that
1: much of a stretch.
0: <laughs> no, no, it. no. If you hear Patrick Stewart talk normally, yeah, it, he is. He's purposely like over aging his voice, right with the first line. The future. You're like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's <Mute>. old. It- <laughs> mutation that's the first movie <laughs> that's that's right that's right still holds up still holds in up. in this it's the future <laughs> yeah um, oh he's very sad so yeah uh so the sentinels have been programmed to identify and hunt down mutants and any human who helps them now did you catch later the one mutant that has the uh yeah is that it? at first i thought it was toad i don't think it's toad it's not Toad because Toad is the one with the glasses. Oh, in Vietnam. that's what I meant. Oh, 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 no, the one with the the uh, like the oh, ta- like the, the, t- <laughs> the Mike Tyson tattoo. Yes, yes, <laughs> the tribal design. He's, uh, the older version of him is being sent to a bad place. I'm assuming in that sure. concentration camp. Yeah, yeah. Man, Singer likes opening up on concentration camps, doesn't he, he? Sure does. Now, fuck. So
1: you know, in that grim tone, you know the the beginning of this movie in the future very evocative of the Terminator, you know, the first Terminator mover in and and that dark sure. few, and, and, and everything we get after that. But yeah, how do you compare? So if you're stacking up your post apocalypse, future stories, hmm. um, you know, clearly Terminator iconic, right? The, the human, skull, I'd say
0: Terminator two is, is more iconic.
1: Sh- sure. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, how do these rank, how does this rank against Terminator or, other stories that are supposed to show this grim
0: dystopian uh, time travel movies. Yeah. Um, it's aping too much for my taste. It is literally like taking it, every like all you need was the metal skeleton stepping on a skull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are called Yeah. <laughs> Come on now.
1: Well, except uh, they're on the inside. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know why they're called X. Why is the Xenomorph called the Xenomorph? They just put cool words together to make these things back in the in the Z-Xeno 80s.
1: Xeno meaning foreign and morph meaning shape. Foreign shape? I mean, yeah. yes. Sure. The aliens are a
0: foreign <laughs> shape. <laughs> Gosh, it's almost like the Alien franchise makes no fucking sense.
1: <laughs> well, you know, ironically, it makes sense retroactively. Like, by the time they get to, like, Prometheus and stuff where... Ugh, you can see you. that they can adapt to all these life forms. Oh, then mm-hmm. Xenomorph makes sense.
0: But it makes sense by three because in the third one, the Xenomorph comes out of a dog sure. and has more of a dog look to him. Sure, sure, sure.
1: Okay. Well, that's fair.
0: Which is why it's my least favorite because that poor dog didn't do anything. They never do. They never We're do. John Wick? We need John Wick here.
1: <laughs> oh, John Wick versus a Xenomorph. Okay, go on. <laughs> 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 Shut up and take my money.
0: Gentlemen. You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. In Moscow, the Sentinels attack a small band of X Men survivors consisting of Kitty Pride, Colossus, still American, Blink. She's the Portal girl? Yeah, but I'm not familiar with her. Is she an OG? Is she part of the actual X Men canon? She
1: she is. Okay. Um, She first appears in 1994, Uncanny X-Men 317.
0: So she was around when I was reading, but I just don't remember her.
1: Yeah, she was also involved with the New Mutants and Generation X. So that was also the era when there was like 46 X-Men comics. And I
0: stuck to Uncanny X-Men. And a couple times I did New Mutants, I'm like, yeah, it's too much. Oh, and X-Factor. I fucking loved X-Factor.
1: See, I was around for the beginning the beginnings of New Mutants and I mm-hmm. love those I love the beginning stories there, but then um yeah then they went to a place where I was like I, I got
0: nothing here. Did you ever read X Factor?
1: Uh I remember when it started my brother Chris mm. was more of an X-Men fan than I was. He may have had like the first issue or two, but he didn't he didn't stay with it and it it didn't really stick with me.
0: So around I think it might be X Factor like 75. Oh jeez. Yep. The team switches and it's not the original X-Men
1: Sure, which was the whole like uh, thing, early, yeah. you yeah. know uh, fad, right? It was like, oh, it's the original X-Men, but now they're doing something else.
0: Now they're working for the government. That's the whole thing with X Factor. It's a government funded mutant program.
1: Is it so the Sokovia Accords basically?
0: Yeah, they literally, yeah, they had answer to answer the government. Yeah. It yeah. was it was pretty cool in that way. But then when it switched to Havoc, Polaris, Quicksilver, Strong Guy, Wolf Spain, and Multiple Man. Mm-hmm. It became written by Peter David.
1: Not familiar with him?
0: Oh, Peter David's great. Really? And it is a really good run. Like, they have this huge, almost, it might have been a year long arc where they're like, just, they really get their asses handed to them in some fight. And instead of just being like, well, tough it up, we're going to be fine, they'll go to therapy. <laughs> and their therapist, yeah. Doc Samson. Doc Samson. I think you've mentioned this before. First of all. It's so fucking... And the whole first issue, you are Doc Samson's POV. So you don't see Doc Samson for the whole first issue. It's so good.
1: Oh, that's wild. That's great. I love Doc Samson. Listen, you know, the announcement...
0: Bring us (laughs) X-Factor.
1: Listen, announcement of uh, the leader as the big bad guy in uh, Captain America New World Order, right?
0: Oh, be still my heart.
1: (laughs) I mean... Give us we we know that we know that the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk is canon. Mm-hmm. S- we we have we have
0: <laughs> Doctor. So you want Ty Burrell in a uh, <laughs> in a green
1: ponytail? L- listen, Doc Sampson is a fun character, and Ty Burrell no. fucking hilarious. Uh, I don't know how I'm- they're going to make him look, you know, anything remotely comic accurate, but. I'll give it a shot. Let's, you know, what's the worst going to happen?
0: <laughs> okay. So, drowning out the team in Moscow. Yes. 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 Warpath, not War and Peace.
1: Yeah. But 100% was the very first thing I thought of.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote it and I went, no, wait, we did this when we did Sky High. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Warpath from Jay yeah. Street. Nope. It <laughs> yes. is a completely different indigenous person actor. This is Boo Boo Stewart. Yes. Uh who, who played... is from the descendants movies? You're welcome, all the parents who are listening.
1: Yes, Jay. Uh he was he also
0: Jafar... oh. Jafar's kid? Yes. Yep. No, he's no J... he's Gaston's kid.
1: Mm, I think he's I think he's Jafar's kid. Hold on. Jay is the son of Jafar. Yes.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh who were you who were you thinking it was?
0: Son I thought of... it was Gaston's kid.
1: Gaston. Uh Gaston he might, is not in, Gaston's kid is not in, I don't see I thought it. he was. Oh, uh, Descendants 2, you get Gil, who is the youngest son of Gaston.
0: Well, he has six or seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, no one fucks like Gaston. Wait, is that the lyric?
0: <laughs> well, in some versions, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, Bishop mm-hmm. and uh, Iceman and Sunspot. Now, I want to spend a minute on the cool effect of Sunspot's powers. Yes. Sunspot's powers, he literally harnesses the solar flares from the sun.
1: He's a hes a founding member of the New Mutants, but his yeah. his powers in New Mutants are not and I get again, listen, I'm old, the characters change. When he starts shooting energy and then flying, I'm like, that's not Sunspot. Initially, he was just super strong.
0: Right. <laughs> and I think they went, well, why is he named Sunspot?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, well, this is he why. did. He did. Yeah, uh, he was like Superman. He was powered by solar energy. Yeah. and if you
0: kept him in a dark place, like, oh, did this all come about with the fucking second mutation bullshit that they did? Is this part of his? Is this his secondary mutation? Oh, maybe, maybe. It In any case, it looks it, fucking rad.
1: It does, and you know the Sentinels look awesome. I mean, twinges of well, this came for no, no, no this came after twenty fourteen twinges of the destroyer from thor sure you know uh, with the face opening yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you, you know but um but so it's funny i've got a note here first fight is in the future right
0: in the year 2023
1: um the first fight i gotta say forget everything else that's gonna come after boy this is a great action sequence
0: Yeah, with Blink doing the the portals, so that like later she does it, but she does the one where Colossus jumps through and like pretty much supersonic speeds (laughs) himself up to then just (laughs) take out the one Sentinel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, but this this no no no, the Last Stand was three movies ago.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we don't talk about that
0: we don't we, we don't we don't talk, about, talk that. about that
1: no but that first fight is awesome um the effects are amazing the action sequences are great
0: you understand everything that's happening mm-hmm. like you're never like oh what's going on here yeah yeah except except at the very end which is this team sacrifices themselves to give kitty moments to send Bishops consciousness back in time a few days to warn the others as to ensure their survival Cool moment, but the first time I watched this, I saw this in the theater. I went, "What the fuck just happened?"
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's definitely something where you have to just stick with it. It will get explained in a few minutes,
0: mm-hmm. mainly because this isn't one of Kitty's powers.
1: It's not. It's not, and it. So, Kitty power, Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat, Pixie. Um, uh, she might have one more, but you know, mm-hmm. she has the ability to phase. We get it in. X Men Three with
0: the we Juggernaut. get it in this we get it in this yeah he, she, they they run through all the stuff to get Bishop to the R- vault yeah
1: Brian Singer you know said you know her, the her phasing ability is what allows her to disconnect from the timeline huh.
3: that's just lazy writing
1: this will get explained in a few minutes because uh, the group retreats to a remote Chinese temple where they meet with Storm Wolverine
0: professor. so didn't realize we were in China. Let's start uh, there. <laughs> well, when they go outside, the architecture. Yeah, okay, that's it, true.
1: Yeah. Wolverine, Professor X, and Magneto.
0: Specifically Patrick Stewart and Ye- Ian yes. McKellen.
1: Uh, yes, old old Professor X and Magneto,
0: yes. How fucking dare you? Uh, knighted, knighted versions of Professor uh, Xavier sure, that and too. Magneto. Yeah. Uh, fucker. Their makeup is aged up to make them seem older than they are.
1: Sure. I mean, it's... Not that much of a stretch, but yeah, I'll give you that. Sure, all right. Wow, <laughs> Professor Professor X explains the history of the Sentinels, which were designed by Bolivar Trask. We mentioned, played by the great Peter Dinklage, a military scientist whom Raven Darkholm, also known as Mystique, played
0: by Jennifer Lawrence. Only sat- Jennifer Lawrence. Only Jennifer they did, Lawrence did not have Rebecca Remain back for this. Very yeah, strange. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and this is not, there's no future analog, so we don't know what happened to Mystique.
0: In... Oh, yeah, we do. Do we? They experimented on her. That's what makes...
1: Oh, the adaptation. Th- the adaptations in the Sentinels. To, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So, basically...
0: She's dead. Yeah, uh, yeah she's in beakers, vials,
1: slides been microscopes. Yep. Yeah, got it. Um, Raven assassinates Trask in 1973. In response, the government forces... Captured Raven, oh, and experimented on her, using her DNA. Maybe if I
0: just let you keep talking. To advance a- <laughs> the Sentinel
1: program, allowing Sentinels to adapt to nearly every mutant power. And we saw that in the fight um, as Sunspot was, you know, blasting them with heat. At one point, one of them, and this is the later fight, turns into almost like rock to resist the, the fire Oh, itself. I thought it
0: was ice. I thought it turned himself into ice because the one that's fighting Bobby... Turn, turns like, himself turn, like, into in fire magma yeah well and fucking decapitates iceman i'm like what the f-
1: jesus the, the deaths are pretty pretty gruesome yeah yeah absolutely i think de- i think sunspot gets his arm chopped off before he gets killed yeah uh they rip they straight up rip colossus apart at the end like Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just, violent. Yeah. Professor X plans to go back in time and prevent Trask's assassination in hopes of changing their future. But since Xavier would not survive going back decades. What if someone's mind has a way of snapping back? What if someone can heal as fast as they're ripped apart? Wolverine volunteers instead because his regenerative powers allow him to survive the process.
0: It's a risk. Yeah, I'm getting that. So I already said the thing about how this makes the most sense. Yep. But did you know that the only thing that was never put back into this film was Wolverine and Storm are dating at this point in the movie? There's a deleted scene where they say goodbye to each other and have a very, very passionate kiss.
1: No kidding.
0: Now, think about the fact that when they all come together, he says, Bobby, Charles, Eric, Storm. You're going to call your girlfriend by her code name? The fuck, man. In,
1: now, of course in the comics she is Aurora. Is she yeah, called she has Aurora a name
0: in the movie or is she only
1: called Storm yeah, in the Yeah, uh
0: in the very first one because uh, with uh Xavier being like, "This is Aurora," Moreau, oh, also right. known Aurora as Storm. Yep. Yeah, what do they call you, Wheels? Nice. <laughs> you forgot that line, didn't you? <laughs> I forget. I did. Nice. You
1: can keep
2: sending
0: Bishop back in time over and over again to warn you. Until one day he doesn't make it, and you all die. Or you can give up this life so
2: that they and everyone else who died in this war can actually have a future.
3: You're asking us to sacrifice our lives for a future we might not even be a part of.
0: Yes. A second chance. A better chance for everyone. Very important. One of the things they talk about is...
2: As long as you're back there, past and present will continue to coexist. Once you wake up, whatever you've done will take hold and become history. And for the rest of us, it'll be the only history that we know. It'll be like the last 50 years never happened. The only person who will remember it is you.
0: There's three types of time travel, and I I can't remember them off the top of my head. From according to whom? Or what? Like according to mo- like like three types of like three time tropes. travel that are okay. Fixed point. Okay. That's Doctor Who. There's these fixed points in time that you can't change. Yep. Um, Groundhog Day had one. The old man. That's okay. a fixed point. He can't fix that that old man from dying. Yep. But this one is, you know, if he comes back, this is. There's no going back and fixing it. Okay. It's it's stuck. It's also the
1: Back to the Future vanishing parents on the photograph Mm -hmm. right like it's Mm -hmm. gonna Mm -hmm. you know things you do in the past are gonna update real time in the future because you know it's a single timeline yep yeah okay if your mind gets rocky
2: it'll be harder for me to hold you and you could start to slip between past and future
0: what if i need to get a little rocky think peaceful thoughts so awakening in his younger body in 1973
1: now is this the most awkward sneaking out the next morning ever (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's not very good at it.
1: He's not very good at it. Bone claws in a waterbed, not a good combination. It's
0: funny because he doesn't realize that he has his bone claws because he can't remember when he was turned. Yep. And also, the last time we saw him, he had bone claws in The Wolverine. It pretty much was just like, no, I want him to have metal claws. Like, they wrote back from this joke. We want sure. him to rediscover bone claws. Well, he has bone claws. Well, just give him metal claws again. how do he get them? Who the fuck cares?
1: Well, because... Future Wolverine has metal
0: claws, but when they recruit him in the Wolverine, when we see the video of Bolivar sure, sure, sure. Trask, he has well here because they use the same joke but, in this that they use in that end credit scene he, in the Wolverine. So that end
1: credit scene actually doesn't make any sense. You have to just kind of accept it as a link to a next story, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense unless they recruit him and then they do nothing for
0: 30 years. Forty years, <laughs> or or they've already done time travel, like yeah. like, like Professor Xavier being alive. Yeah, fuck but it. He's, he has
1: to go back into a future, an earlier self. Like so, so that end credit scene in the Wolverine was interesting. Like, oh, wonder what's happening, right? But the reality is, you can't actually insert this into the story here. It makes no sense. Even yeah, even suspending disbelief, it doesn't work within the logical rules of what they've
0: established. So this is the beginning of the end of the timeline beforehand. Doesn't matter. We're just going to do whatever the fuck we we want. want. Um,
1: Now I will say this bone, you know, bone claw jokes and uh, you know, chewing your arm off after the one night stand aside, Hugh Jackman boy, this is right up there with the Wolverine peak physical appearance of Wolverine. Oh my God. Like if there's a guy that looks more like the superhero he's
0: playing it's uh, you know, it's up there with Chris Evans. Uh I would say it's it's uh, right in line with Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill sure. is nineteen ninety-four Dan Jurgen Superman. Sure. Like the way his biceps are are shaped and all. I'm like, how did what it, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it was Hugh's um request to be naked.
1: I saw Ori- that. Yes. Originally
0: it was supposed to be boxer shorts. He's like, no, Wolverine sleeps in the nude, especially after Getting down. Yeah. I can't remember how he put it. He put it in an Australian way. like
1: You're not getting out there with boxers or briefs or anything or stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're not getting out of bed with a beautiful Sheila. Yeah. yeah that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, but man, holy cow. Um, just, and again, I don't know how we're going to recast him. How, how do you replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? I, I would not want that job.
0: Here's a great idea. When they introduce the mutants in the MCU. Yeah. Don't have Wolverine be a part of him. Sure, let him lie away, and let's let like I don't know Cyclops not be a sniveling dork. And tough character. <laughs> not in the comics. He's a really cool, interesting. Twi- he, becomes uh, one. he becomes
1: one. He becomes no. There's
0: even a- in even in Jim Lee era, like the doubt and the and the am I a good leader that both the Summers kids have.
1: But before that, I mean, I would argue. I, I mean, listen, I love Chris Claremont's writing, but. I don't find Cyclops a compelling character in that. Era.
0: He was pretty boring during the Claremont. <laughs> he kind of was. He was yeah. pretty. But but like Jim Lee, like was like, well, you know, he lost Phoenix because it's all the same timeline. He's sure. like, He lost Jean, got her back, all this stuff. He's gonna have he's Madeline it, Pryor. She's a well. demon. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. He, mar- he he marries a demon. You know, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you
1: do. Listen, we've all we all have a past. We
0: have
1: we all have a past. Yeah, we okay. do.
0: Uh, so, second fight. Let's uh, spend a hot second on that. And yes. it's so funny when he's like, are you going to give me the keys to your car and some money for gas, or are you going to wake up in the hospital?" Trust me, I know how these things play out. Oh,
1: because you're from the future.
0: No, because of these. Pops him out into the bone claws. He goes, "Yeah, hey, remember those was being metal a second ago."
1: I am not, you know, put me in camp no bone claws. Uh I know the era. I wasn't reading the comics of the era when they went to the feral Wolverine and the Bone Claws. Oh uh, Jesus,
0: we've been over this. Yeah. It's, feral. It's, wait, wait, wait. Feral Wolverine and Bone Claw Wolverine are two totally separate things. Don't they overlap? N- no. Okay. All feral right. Wolverine is age of apocalypse bullshit. This okay. is Listen, how about I don't like either one. But it's so cool. I'll I'll say it again. Sorry, Tsphc army. It's so cool because he recovers from having his adamantium skeleton pulled out, which is um paid homage in this movie. Um and when he goes through the metal detector and no, it doesn't go No, off. no, no. Oh. It's around that scene though. Oh, but I- he gets it all pulled out. They get it off of him. He recovers, and it's like his first time, like with full of doubt going in the danger room. And like he instinctively goes like this, and bone claws pop out. And they're like, Wolverine, did you know? He's like, No, I had no idea. And like it was a cool reveal back in 1995. I want to say that happened. Mm -hmm. That was Executioner song. So yeah, okay, 95, 95, 96. Anyways. Um. Yeah, he uh, wipes the floor with these guys. Pretty. Uh. Pretty fucking quick.
1: He sure does. He sure does.
0: Takes his keys. Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> is the license plate? Is this a literal Deus ex Machina? Because the car is a machine. Like the, the yeah. car gets him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman has the best disappointed surprise at something when what is her name? The guy, The woman she's been. He slept with.
1: Oh, the bo- the boss's daughter that he yeah. was supposed to protect, not sleep with? Gwen.
0: Yeah, did you catch what she called him?
1: Jimmy! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James. Yes. James Howlett, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty bleak era. So Wolverine's just hired muscle? Sure. Not Wolverine. Jimmy, Jimmy. just hired muscle.
0: But the <laughs> when he gets in the car and she's in there, though. Jimmy! What happened to Ramon? mom? Why are you talking crazy talk? Look, uh... Gwen. Gwen. You're going to want to lay low for a few days, all right? Starting now. Come on. Out. Go. It's so funny. So he uh, kicks her out, and he's off to the X-Mansion, learning from Hank McCoy that the school has been closed for years due to many of the students and staff being drafted for the Vietnam War.
1: All right. So Hank McCoy. Nicholas Holt,
0: the, oh, you know, sweet Nicholas Colt.
1: So he's great in X-Men first class. He's, he's earnest. He's sweet, but oh my God, the actor Nicholas Holt is so fucking funny. If you are not watching the great on Hulu, as soon as you're done with this episode, go fire up Hulu and watch, uh, the two seasons of the great that are out. That's so him
0: and Dakota Fanning, right? L Fanning. Excuse me. L Fanning, not Dakota. Yeah. yeah. L.
1: Uh, Oh, my God. The show is hilarious, and he is wonderful. Uh, So when he came back on screen, I haven't watched this movie in a few years. And in the meantime, we've watched and loved The Great. When Mm -hmm. he showed up, I'm like, oh, my God, yes, he's here. Uh, So I was smiling a lot just because of Nicholas Holt. Now, you mentioned the draft of the Vietnam War. Uh, Absolutely love this scene where Raven masquerades as a colonel.
0: As Colonel Bad Guy? That poor colonel actor. Bad guy? Just yeah. he's never yeah. getting cast as the love interest.
1: No, he's he's one of
0: It's a very evil face.
1: Uh but love that whole scene. Um, the guy with the goggles is there.
0: And That's Toad.
1: Oh, that is Toad. That's no, supposed yeah, to be yeah. Toad, yeah.
0: That's okay, a, yeah, a re a redo a, of a, Toad. Yeah. A
1: redo. Right. It's no
0: Ray Park. This is where we see the kid. With the tattoo.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That, that's right. They're all there. Um, Polaris is, is there. Or not Polaris. Uh, Havoc.
0: MacGyver himself, yeah. What is that? MacGyver. Mac- he played MacGyver from, like, 2019 to
1: 2021. Oh, oh that's right. They rebooted that show, didn't they?
0: <laughs> um, well, you got to shit somewhere, I guess.
1: <laughs> now, at the end of that escape, Raven shifts into a second lieutenant. So it's a single bar.
0: It's a single
1: brown wait a minute, bar. Wait a minute.
0: Stop right there. Yeah, Raven shifts with hundreds of fucking people around. Nobody saw her do this. Well, it's a bull motherfucking shit. It's a close
1: up on her. We don't know. Is she in like an area secluded from view?
0: Literally, there is a there's the helicopter's taking off. There's at least four grunts just watching this helicopter take off. It's not
1: a helicopter. It's a. It looks like a C one thirty. It's a. It's a rear ramp cargo plane
0: your rear ramp cargo plane
1: yeah so (laughs) uh, you know uh, yes
0: but in any case like it's so it's such bullshit and this was they showed this behind something or in front of something i can't remember what i what i went to go see and they showed feature no they showed this scene Oh, oh as like a preview like a mm. cut down version of this scene. Like
1: this movie that's coming out next year. Like, here's yeah, here, here's the thing, the thing. thing. Like, there's it was, it
0: was some other Fox property. And I just remember going, that ah, looks not great. Like, <laughs> everything about this really, this is the moment where I'm like, ooh, this movie's taking a weird turn. <laughs>
1: so when she shifts in full view or not, she changes into a second lieutenant. A second uh-huh. lieutenant isn't, the rank is 01. You would be hard pressed to find a Less useful disguise.
0: Well, actually, I take that back. Is this Todd Talk's military corner? Yeah,
1: there's okay, there's not ahead. much you can do with a second lieutenant. So I guess if you don't want anyone to talk to you and you want to be left entirely alone, a se- second lieutenant is the exact perfect choice. I changed my original stance. She's brilliant. No one is going up to that second lieutenant <laughs> and asking for anything. So oh. well done, Raven. Well done.
0: She sets him free and... Inner spice with this, we're going back and forth to the X Mansion. Um, Sure. Major continuity mistake. Again, timeline doesn't matter. When at first, you know, we have Charles played by McAvoy at this point, walking around, doing phenomenal acting. Oh, he's so good, but he's, but yeah. he's playing a heroin addict. That's the only problem. I'm like, sure. like later in this is like, it says that he's turned to alcoholism like, is it alcoholism or is it heroin addiction? Like
1: it's the alcohol that you deliver through a syringe into a vein. What are you yeah, talking
0: about? Yeah, it, it, I mean, he is a heroin addict and beast is Jekyll and Hyde. If he gets too mad, he turns sure. into the, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? Come on. Um, uh- But when Charles finally recognizes Logan. You know, I think I do remember you now. Tall, angry fellow with contentious hair. We came to you a long time ago seeking your help. And I'm going to say to you what you said to us then. Fuck off. Problem is, that's not what he said to them. Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Charles Xavier. Go fuck yourself. In the script, it was fuck off. He did five takes on the sixth take. He said, can I do something different? He said, go fuck yourself. Cut, print, that's a wrap. It's in the movie. It's really not that hard to find, guys. You just go watch the fucking movie.
1: But, you know, the reality is it doesn't matter, right? Like, the sentiment is the same. And McAvoy's delivery of that line,
0: mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a money shot, right? Like, it's fucking awesome. It's going to be hard at the end of this for uh, Most Valuable Ooh. Performer because yeah. – we got a we got a who's who going. On. I mean, there's only a couple times in this movie where McAvoy's Scottish and Fastbender's Irish accents pop out, but it's what <laughs> like in really intense scenes. It's like when, um, in First Class, when he's trying to move the, um, the satellite dish. Mm-hmm. Whatever he says in that scene, <laughs> like he's just full Irish. Get that Irish, <laughs> he's just yeah. full Irish. Yeah, like you know what. Who gives a
1: shit? He's not German. There is a moment in this one when McAvoy says something like that is the most Scottish sounding thing. Future. No, I uh, don't n- want your future. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a term. It was like a... It was a, oh. it was an expression that is like, oh, that I should have written it down. Yeah. You should I, I don't care. I don't care. I love wow. it. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, only, yes, look, don't get me wrong. Their performances are fucking great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the the Graham Norton show episodes where Hugh Jackman and James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender were on mm-hmm. oh my god the, first of all i could watch the three of them not as actors just the those three people oh, like being themselves
0: oh they're so charming but it's disgusting
1: they were having so much fun together mm-hmm. Because it translates to that Graham Norton show. It, yeah, you can yeah. easily find that on YouTube. Go, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, go grab it. It's, it's worth your watch.
0: It's so good. Um, so we find out that uh, Lencher Magneto has been falsely arrested for assassinating a fellow mutant, JFK. Now, Of all one... the conspiracy theories that are out there, <laughs> That's right. this is the most batshit.
1: <laughs> now, would the QAnon people still worship JFK if they knew that he was a dirty mutant?
0: If he was a dirty mutie,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would. No, um, minor. I'm going to be pedantic for a moment. I know that's <gasps> usually your job on the on the oh. episode. But as they explain where where Eric's being held, the Pentagon, he's being held in this uh, in the in this cell that was built during World War II when uh, steel there's a steel shortage, mm-hmm. so his cell is built of only they say concrete and sand. One, sand is a component of concrete. <laughs> right so right, that's yeah. right When you make concrete without a reinforcing substance which is usually steel rebar, mm-hmm. um concrete which is very resilient against compression forces that squeeze it, concrete is very weak against tension which is the um the structure's ability to resist
0: the uh, entire fucking Pentagon being on top of it. Y-
1: yeah. Y- well no that's so that's compression. Tension is oh. where you have like a piece that hangs out over something that's not supported gotcha. and it'll break and that's why you put rebar in. So when he said that I was like, "Oh, they should have said they should have come up with something else."
0: In I mean, X-Men 2 when he's in his cell, all the, you know, they they bring back the the plastic guns and the plastic sure. uh billy clubs. Yep. But they have badges. Are they given children's badges that are made of plastic? <laughs> Don't tell them.
1: Don't tell anyone. Yes, those are totally children's. They <laughs> have
0: they have buttons for their um. Oh, what the fuck are these called? The, the things epa-lets? are epaulettes. Yeah, uh, are those plastic? I mean,
1: I, I, it must all be plastic, right? Plastic zippers in their trousers, right? Or buttons and that, right? Like it's yeah.
0: Yeah. But just don't have them have badges. They didn't have badges in X-Men 2, sure. which was directed by the same fucking person. He should yeah. have been like, yeah, we, we, we don't need those badges on those costumes. Take
1: it's off. almost like they don't know that us nerds are going to nitpick this little tiny shit that doesn't I, mean anything. I don't think Ryan
0: Singer gave a shit. He was too busy, <laughs> you know, molesting boys.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> had to get in there.
1: <clears throat> wow. Okay. Oh, well, that's what he said. Okay. Please continue. Oh, <laughs> oh was mine worst. I don't feel. I don't think
0: good about yeah. anything okay. Okay. that just yeah. happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. A young, broken uh, Xavier turned to alcoholism, uh, heroin,
1: and the milk of the poppy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I understood that reference. Um, oh, yay, good And fun. frequently uses a special serum. That allows him to walk, but suppresses his telepathic abilities. I think this is happens in the comics, too. After Executioner's Song, he walks, but he doesn't have his abilities. And it's this beautiful, um, with Jubilee, who, you know, justice for Jubilee. She's cooler than they make. De- they made her on the X-Men animated series. Uh, they have this beautiful talk, and, like, they're walking away, and the panels are them walking away. Charles stumbling, and then Jubilee, like, helping him to his... Chair and yeah. then pushing him away, and it's like, oh, god! I,
1: I think there's an there's an era. I, I think during the Claremont run, there's a there's a story arc where I think at one point <laughs> Professor X's girlfriend is the uh, Empress of the Shiar intergalactic mm-hmm. empire, right? Yeah. And I want to think that's where the Shiar surgeons like repair his the damage to his spinal cord. But he can't walk because – and it was – I feel like there were some pieces here that were like a nod to that. In the comics, he had used his psychic abilities to block the pain. And we get a reference here that um, I think when the you know future Wolverine is asking him, like, you used your powers to – you you turned off your powers so you didn't have to hear them or something. And he said, yeah. "No, I, I I did it so I could sleep. So I think that's a reference to the pain he was in. Mm-hmm. In the comics, he'd used his psychic powers to basically block the pain. So when right. the physical damage is repaired, he still can't walk because yeah. his body is like, no, there's nothing down there. What do you mean walk? We don't have anything down there.
0: So mm-hmm. is that uh, when he got, gets a yellow uh, hover chair? Yes. he gets that from yeah. the Shi'ar. Right, that Shi'ar I technology." Think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is another great run. I mean, you, that's where you get the brood, which is, you know, my top three story mm, arcs. The brood. Yeah, you mean the yeah. xenomorphs? <laughs> the, the the totally we don't want to be sued by Ridley Scott and aliens xenomorphs, yeah. No, no, yes, see, the difference
0: is they're brown. Oh, with they're ours. brown
1: and they're insectoids. Yeah, it's totally a different thing. But it's definitely not
0: the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Any... It's
1: totally not the same
0: thing. Um. So apparently now... Professor Xavier walks around, perfectly fine. Ableism much, and uh, wears cerebro at all times. It's like a giant, like headpiece thing that's got an X what? here. Yeah, I don't know. Comics I are that fucking was the weird maker.
1: now. That isn't that the make. I'm reading. I'm reading the new. What was it? 2015 oh. Secret Wars. I, I think that's have, the maker.
0: May have, I may have just spoiled something for you.
1: Isn't that? But that's he says. It's Reed Richards. It's from a different. Time a different multiverse. The helmet with the isn't that the make? Wait, the maker. You know who I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's discovered that it's actually just Charles. E. Oh, Kinder. sorry.
1: But he's li- he's lying to the six one six Reed Richards. Sure. Oh, I guess I need Professor to keep Xavier okay. lie lie. Yeah, shocker. never. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I'm reading this because I want to. Like, if this is the basis for an upcoming movie arc, I want to understand it. But sure. Boy, Boy, I tell you what, picking these it is not, it <laughs> is not very accessible. If you haven't read like four thousand of the comics that came before,
0: and 100%. I'm sure they don't do the like when they mention something, they don't do the little thing in the corner they Asterix did when we were kids. The, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Re- remember way back in X Men? So you 141? could go back and be like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So continuing with the plot. Yes. Yes. Hoping to reunite with Mystique, Xavier agrees to help Wolverine. The trio infiltrate the Pentagon and break Lyncher out of prison, aided by the newly recruited Peter Maximoff. Now, this is all we get to talk about him, so let's spend a hot second on how sure. fucking fantastic Evan Peters is.
1: He, he is. So first of all, if you haven't seen Mayor of Easttown on HBO, go watch that when you're done watching...
0: But you should probably the go to just Paramount. To. No, wait, Maravest Town. I'm thinking, Mayor of... Easttown,
1: I think was HBO.
0: No. Paramount Plus. Mm. Wait, what am I? The no, thing it was with, HBO. The thing with with, uh, with Kate Winslet. I'm thinking of the thing. What is the thing that um Hawkeye? What the hell is his name? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy oh, I don't Renner know. Does just... he have a
1: series on something?
0: Yeah, hang on.
1: I like him as an actor. We really enjoyed. Hawkeye was a was a surprise hit for us uh, on Disney
0: Plus. His is called Mayor of Kingstown.
1: Oh, <laughs> mayor like a, an elected uh, like, position?
0: Elected position. Okay, yeah. not mayor so, like he, the other.
1: Yeah, like a female horse. Yeah, or a nickname for Mary. Yeah. So mayor, oh, and I think
0: someone was talking about Mayor of. East Town, and I thought they were talking about Mayor of Kingstown, because okay. they mentioned Evan Peters and how fucking great yeah. he was.
1: Oh my god, he's amazing. Also, you know, he's a buddy in Kickass. We mentioned that on the Kick-Ass recording. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wonderful With in this. the other
0: Quicksilver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With the other Quicksilver, yes, yes. Let's talk about the... I mean, the heist, the breakout sequence.
0: Let's talk about how we were robbed of Wanda, like... Uh,
1: sure. I mean... Look, uh, you know, I think I think we
0: are robbed of Wanda because of the uh, legal pieces.
1: No, 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 one hundred percent, not at all. Because this came first, so Quicksilver shows up here before we get Age of Ultron.
0: But the but to have them in both movies, they no. had they had to go to yeah. No, we talked no. about this during Age of Ultron. No, 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 no because bastard. No, be- no,
1: because the Quicksilver and, and Scarlet Witch are sit in an interesting place. They have rich traditions in both Avengers and X-Men lore.
0: Right. And, and that's why they needed to go to because each studio was saying there are character.
1: but but both you so both use Quicksilver. Why couldn't both use Scarlet Witch?
0: I think that was part of the agreement. You could only use one over in uh, because they, bo- Mar- they both use this they both I know they both do. Wait wait, but I, but Marvel used both of them. I don't know. I thought that was part of the thing. No, I, I no. Then so, why not bring this witch into this movie?
1: Because the exact same reason why the rogue cut wasn't the theatrical cut. There's too many characters here. You don't need the Scarlet Witch. You don't need her for the heist. Why would you go through the work it takes to introduce a character and unfortunately Quicksilver basically basically gets thrown away, yeah, right? Like he's, yeah, he's why like would a, you
0: introduce one of the most powerful characters that could help us in the end of this fight and be like, alright, little kid, you stay here. You helped us break into yeah, the Pentagon. It, so yeah, stupid.
1: So Evan Peters is wonderful in this. I love this version of Quicksilver. Yeah. It's very different than the MCU Quicksilver. Um, and this action scene, or the, this whole sequence, the heist, calling it a heist, they're breaking a you know mutant out of prison. Um, uh, the jailbreak is just incredible. The speed effect mm, for Quicksilver—it so cool. really, really is. I mean, and you know the, the the moment where everyone goes into an ultra slow motion and he's moving at normal speed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, there's just so much to
0: love. There's here. that. that this, I mean, the the song choice is perfect. Yes, the time in a bottle is just oh man, yeah. it's so yeah. funny. I remember reading yeah. somewhere it may have been Cinema Sins when they did this. Uh, and there, and the guy was like, "If they really wanted to be brave, I can't remember if he said they should have played it sped up or slowed down. I can't remember which one they said, but I'm like, they should, they should have played it slowed
1: down because everything in the real, yeah. you know, the normal tempo that would have been super uh, and slow. I, and I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, but you would have ruined the mu- the music <laughs> though. I mean, like you <laughs> would be like, oh, I guess
0: that's the song, yeah, exactly." <laughs> Yes,
1: yes. This has got to be probably the best use of super speed, I think, in any movie I've ever seen.
0: 100%. Yeah. And showing how powerful he is. Like, the one guard he just, like, pushes his face with his finger, and it yes, it pretty much, like, sonic blasts it. It's so cool.
1: Definitely shades of the Flash. And the Flash is, like, an order of magnitude beyond Quicksilver. So, you know, acknowledge. But even, like... The breaking Eric out in the beginning, he slides the note, uh, mind the glass, <laughs> and then he just leans down and he just has his hands on the glass roof of the cell, and it's just like tapping, but tapping it like a million times a second yep. and shatters it. Just so well done. In my opinion,
0: a high point for the movie is this sequence. Yeah, spoiler, this may be the best scene. <laughs> I think all
1: right. It was the best scene. Yeah.
0: The only thing is, it is ruined at the end by Eric taking note of Wolverine's claws, and then when they're on the plane, and minute, he's like, "Imagine if they were metal." Shut the fuck up. Yeah. This is not necessary. Yeah.
1: yeah. We know. We get it. You can control metal. We it. Blah blah blah. Raven discovers that Crass, Crass uh, Trask has been experimenting on mutants.
0: Oh boy, has he ever? And we see uh, Angel. Not Angel. What was her name? Um, he named Angel. Um, Eric. Just, Angel
1: Azazel. Yeah, but uh, but who
0: was Zoe Kravitz?
1: Oh, the. Um, was it Dragonfly?
0: No, that wasn't her name. I, it's Spitfire, something like that. Sprite. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Uh, no, wait, that's that's later. Yeah. That's <laughs> but in different. any case, Azazel, uh, Zoe Kravitz character, and was there someone else in that that we see the autopsy picture yeah. of that we're supposed to go, oh, no, not him.
1: Yeah. I don't remember who yeah. the third one was. Oh, she
0: was Angel. She was also she was Angel. Angel. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. He, you know why? Because in the next movie, the we're going to get Angel. Comics. He's going to be called Angel also. Motherfuckers.
1: The. Warring. The, the Waring. one who was in X-Men 3. Yeah. War- oh, we that already that got Angel. he's referring yeah. to. Because he was referring to the characters from first No, because class.
0: Angel just, it, it Warren Wor- Worthington III just flew away because yeah. wasting the amazing actor that is Ben Foster in this stupid sure. part.
1: Which is why we didn't get the
0: Scarlet Witch because why would you... Yeah, that's, that's Again. her. That's fair. Y- okay, you know, okay. Yeah. All, right. all right. We're past that, all right. Todd. All right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like um, um, such a cool thing of like she starts crying because she sees all her friends have been brutally autopsied yeah. and are dead and her uh, trash secretary is coming up the stairs. She, he comes, she comes in like just a moment comes out and he has a tear coming down his face. And like, ah, oh, that's so, that's a really cool yeah. moment.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, emphasized later when a young major striker, like a striker, just talking to Trask in the lab. Mm-hmm. And cause Trask has recovered some blood from Raven, you know, after the failed assassination attempt, um, He's like, I've I, you know, I've done everything I can with this blood. I need more. And and Striker's like, well, it's all the blood that you're really in. He's like, no, 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 I don't need more blood. I need brain tissue, spinal fluid. It's like, oh yeah, y- they're going to dissect. You know, mutants are not humans. Yep. they are. A they experiment. are science experiment, freaks yeah. of nature. That yeah, that we'll do whatever we need. To do.
0: Anytime Trask meant, says anything about a mutant, it is it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're don't right. shoot it. Don't hurt it. That's right. Don't shoot it.
1: Yeah. I need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now in revenge, Raven plots to assassinate Trask at the Paris Peace Accords, but Xavier McCoy and Logan foil her attempt. Lencher attempts to kill Raven, Ooh. believing that this could prevent the Sentinel takeover. That
0: was pretty cool, the curving the bullet down to, to yeah. shoot her. Yeah.
1: But Eric is the ultimate the ends justifies the means guy yeah, cuz 100%. Again, you know Raven starts out as Charles basically adopted sister mm-hmm. basically seduced by Eric and his vision for how they need to go forward into the world. But then is like, Oh yeah, no, I'm going to kill her. Cause that's best for where we need to end up. And so that's just a price you pay along. The yeah.
0: Way. I think Raven wins the, my ex lover is crazy <laughs> uh, card for all time. Mm. Oh, you think, yeah, I tried to curve a bullet to kill me. So this is the first time that it is not, Naked actress with pasties all over her f- as uh Rebecca mut- mutant <laughs> mutant version of Mystique. Uh Jennifer Lawrence did it in first class. In this movie, oh, it's she? a bodysuit. And that comes back to haunt her in a great blooper where it's it's Eric pulling him her across the ground. She's like, Eric, no, I and the suit rubs against the ground, goes. And she goes, oh. <laughs> oh. no. Like, whoops. But yes, good for her. However, when she flips up on the table after turning, because yep. we skipped the whole thing where she seduces the, uh, is it Chinese? Uh,
1: Vietnamese. 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 Vietnamese.
0: Yeah. Vietnamese. Excuse me. Right, right. Because so, he speaks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When she transforms and flips up on the table, you could totally see the zipper in the back. Oh, no, really? It's like up her spinal column, which totally makes sense. But the way she bends over, it doesn't look like, oh, it's part of her mutation. It's just like, that's That's a zipper. zipper. Got it.
1: (laughs) Now, an alarmed McCoy fights Eric, allowing Raven to escape, but publicly exposes the three as mutants. Trask takes advantage of this and successfully convinces President Richard Nixon, that uh, paragon of American Virtue, To initiate the Sentinel program.
0: And also, I love that he's like, look, I came to you guys before, and what brilliant that guy actor as the head of the committee. Yes. That guy always plays the punchable douchebag. And he's like, what do you need to get these things operational? I already gave that number to Congress. Unfortunately, they elected to shut me down. It's going to cost a bit more to turn them on. He's not even hiding it. (laughs) This is such a great scene. Eric retrieves his helmet from military custody. And it's great because this is where he learns Angel is dead. Like, yeah. it is confirmed for him that, like, I I think when he tries to take down the plane, it's freaking out. He just assumes she's dead because she was captured.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, this is the, a, oh shit, that's her yeah.
0: that's her Her dragonfly wing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this whole sequence that is in the rogue cut interspliced with them breaking rogue out because uh, w- during the fight in uh, to save Trask, mm-hmm. the excitement of it Broke the link.
1: <laughs> well, he's 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 wounded as well, right? Like it's not just the excitement. Isn't he like injured? Was oh, he shot? I he's think he shot, shot or or yeah. something. Something happens Some, to him that did, he takes he takes damage and he like, he pops his claws in the future and, is and in the past, almost yeah. like like sleepwalking. You know, like, but he
0: says, "Who am I? Where am I? Who the hell is that?" I love when when Beast oh, pops up. What the, the, the hell
1: past? is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're but then on acid.
0: Yeah, that's the best part. That that is such a great light comic moment for yeah. James McAvoy. I'll, I'll handle him. Yeah, you're an acid.
1: Yeah, that's right. The best is, but we'll, but Logan's like, okay, well
0: that's plausible. All right, okay, right, so like seventy three. He goes, well, I do do a lot of acid. I do a I lot mean, of acid. If he heals himself, if I can do all the drugs
1: you want. Yeah. I mean, then I gonna hurt, hurt you. Can, in the comics, he cannot get drunk because, right? Yeah, so I I would assume the same thing translates. Also, that. the flight of the Flash
0: is that he cannot get drunk.
1: Oh, really? Because his metabolism
0: metabolism is so high. Yep.
1: Oh, well, let's be honest. Uh, they should not drink alcohol, apparently, because this bad things happen when sure. they this, are drunk.
0: That Flash should not. However, they <laughs> oh, did oh. do an episode of the Flash. The TV show where oh, yeah. that berry they made like a concoction that was like they're like this is pretty much jet fuel of alcohol <laughs> right, and right. he got drunk and proclaimed to the entire bar I'm the
2: <laughs> <laughs> I may have slightly
3: miscalculated
0: his bachelor elixir I got this one How You feeling? I feel good. Oh, you're gonna need to walk this off <laughs> or run it off because I'm the Flash. <laughs> does it uh, who does it? Is it Lex Luthor? Does the mind switch? She takes off. <laughs> Finally, I'll find the true identity of the Flash. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> that's a great line. That's Still, great it line. is up there as one of my favorite moments. Um, the Justice League Unlimited, yeah, that's which. Pretty good. While you're on HBO Max, uh, after you finish *Mare of Easttown*, go ahead and watch uh, *Justice League Unlimited*. Yeah. You'll have a great time. That's true. The DC
1: animated stuff never disappoints.
0: Mm-hmm. With the great Kevin Conroy. Yes,
1: who was serving meals like volunteering during 9/11? Yeah. Had you did you heard that story before? Mm-hmm. That was pretty good.
0: Yeah, he's he's a pretty great guy. That's why yeah. he's the Batman. <laughs> no, the goddamn Batman's Ben Affleck. Oh, that's right. You're gonna make me do your voice, no. aren't you? <laughs> no, 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 I'll sorry. do it. Uh, so where the fuck were we? Uh, he, uh
1: he's Eric has retrieved the helmet from military. Oh, 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 yeah,
0: he's using it to block Xavier's psychic powers. Also, uh, suddenly the helmet gets a redesign because at the end of first class it was comic accurate. Yeah, red with the purple, uh, and now it's like.
1: Listen again. It's the it's the post credit scene of Wolverine. You, you just have to accept that that's fan service, and it it doesn't directly translate.
0: Every single from this point on, except for this one, they don't do it. But pretty much the rest of the X Men movies. They're going to be like, hey, you want to see a comic accurate suit? Here you go. Fuck you. We're never going to use it again. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. What did you want? Blue and yellow spandex? All right.
0: Yes, yeah. I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with a big stupid belt here for no reason. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. So uh, so he secretly takes control of Trask's sentinel prototypes, which Trask explains they are built with space age polymers, polymers. yeah uh, there's not an, uh, an ounce of metal in them Well, well now there is <laughs> that was cool that was cool how he like split the the rail and all that stuff yeah yeah i'm not sure well I, oh yeah he puts it in the mutant detecting device too so that he can change what they do which yep.
1: yeah i guess sure. that's how that works yeah it's, i mean don't <laughs> look look like a lot of things in this movie you can't you know, don't spend too much time on it because it's not going to hold no, up.
0: No, what he should have done is what we all do with technology when we want it to get to work: we put it in one hand and we finally hit it with the other hand. <laughs> Come on, you fucker, work. No, no.
1: You you turn it off and turn it back on.
0: Yeah, and then, but if that doesn't work, that's right. You swear. Then you and go then, to Google. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, Google's Google. My how friend.
1: do I how do I reprogram Sentinels? Oh,
0: there you go. Great. There's a YouTube <laughs> video. Great. I'm all set. Thank you. When was the last time you were down here?
3: The last time we went looking for students. A lifetime ago.
0: Uh, returning to the X-Mansion, Xavier abandons the serum, regaining his mutant powers and communicates with his future self. Welcome Professor. Such a great scene. Yeah. I mean, we could spend an hour on just the scene alone, but it's just two fantastic actors at the top of their game. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Yeah. You, listen, you don't, you know, the only disappointment is that we don't get future eric and young eric in a similar way but it, yeah i think it would have felt shoehorned but look we get this scene but and you know
0: Fastbender and uh mccallum are like come on give us a scene together yeah. come on yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> so this is what becomes of us humanity does this to
2: us
0: not if we show them a better path you still believe just because someone stumbles loses their way it doesn't mean they're lost forever. A future Xavier inspires uh, 73 Xavier to protect the relationship between mutants and humans. After Xavier uses his mutant tracking computer, Cerebro, to find Mystique, he, McCoy, and Logan travel to D.C. to stop Raven's continuing plan to assassinate Trask. Now, yes. now that we know who Raven and Xavier are to each other... It was pretty fucked up in X Men when Mystique put the poopy inside of Cerebro. Do you remember? Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. Mystique's Mystique's actions in X Men look much worse. Understanding their relationship, yeah, that's totally yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. when she started to fuck with Cerebro on this, I remembered that and went, "Wait a minute, this is super fucked up." Because
1: it wasn't just fucking with Cerebro; it was really a booby trap, and it hurt Charles.
0: A poopy trap. <laughs>
1: Poopy trap, yes. (laughs) If you're watching the
0: rogue cut. Mm -hmm, Yes, this is where it becomes full-on rogue.
1: Yeah, so when future Wolverine was reacting like a sleepwalker and pops his claws and is slashing, he accidentally slices Kitty, right? And she's doing her best to keep him... His consciousness back in the past, but you know she's um, bleeding out. She's bleeding out. Magneto and Iceman go on a mission to the old X Men mansion where Rogue is being
0: held. Odd choice.
1: There's a reference to oh, it's because
0: Charles can't.
1: Charles is like I couldn't find. I you know I looked for her, I couldn't find her there, and they're like it's the one place you couldn't find her. I'm assuming Cerebro must have some shield. Oh yeah, because it's the,
0: he says it's the same metal that's that's used for uh, Eric's. Helmet And, oh, my God, Got I just it. remembered. In X-Men, everyone has to leave Cerebro because it's so powerful it'll kill you. In X-Men yep. 2, Wolverine's allowed to stand in there because he has regenerative powers. He just can't move. In yep. this movie, Beast and, and Logan are just hanging out. They're like, boop, 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 boop. Doesn't matter anymore. I'm like, this is... Wait, hang on. If anything, it should be well, more that- volatile because it's a less sophisticated model of Cerebro because it's all got uh, uh, dials and, and gauges instead of beeps and boops
1: yeah you know it may, but maybe the so maybe in the the X-Men 1 and X-Men 2 maybe that's like Cerebro version 36 right and it's so such a powerful amplifying okay. device
0: so you that so by that it, time, the reverse of what I'm thinking that it becomes yeah, so like, powerful okay the, okay I'll take that I'll take that
1: yeah, maybe, maybe, sure. I'm to listen. Uh, but, but again, so this is an element of the rogue cut. It doesn't make the theatrical release. And I'm going to say it right now. It doesn't really, you know, it adds some additional steps in the plot. It doesn't do much to add to the quality of the movie. If anything,
0: it kind of, like, because the whole thing, it's an extra layer of tension. The, it you know, setting up the the final act for this film. We've got... Mm-hmm. 73 mutant team hanging out in DC trying to stop whatever's happening there. We'll get to that in the plot. Yep. We have 2023 mutant team fighting off future Sentinels. And we got Kitty bleeding out in the process. Who's holding Wolverine where she needs to be. Where he needs to be. Like putting Rogue in there to be able to use the same powers. Which makes no sense because as soon as Kitty lets go. Like Rogue puts her hand in there real quick, but it's still like the, the connection is still yeah. broken. Like
1: it, it's like a repeat in a lesser version of literally the plot from the first X Men right. movie, right? Where Magneto wants Rogue so that
0: she can use the magnetism you know, to can, to get the
1: and so he's not the sperm her. bubble yeah, going, like yeah. The sperm bubble, yeah. It's but
0: we're pulling out some old jokes for this movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because the first X Men movie was in our first episode. Season. Th-
0: Three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. have fun going yeah. back. By the way, uh, if you didn't notice by this point, there's no previously for this movie because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. matter. That's right. What happened to you? Friendly fire. Worst kind. Yeah.
1: At a ceremony where Nixon unveils the Sentinels, mm-hmm. and again, a little nod, trying to at least point out what's happening in this movie, even if the prior movies didn't matter, Wolf, Logan goes through the metal detector. Nothing goes off. And he turns and looks at he almost glares at it. Like, uh, oh, that's right. My fucking adamant. Well,
0: I think himself. he smiles at it because in the first one, when they go to Liberty Island, it goes off and he stabs it. Remember? And then he flips uh, off. He doesn't smile. He,
1: I, Oh, I hmm. thought it was like a look of like annoyance.
0: Was it Hugh Jackman being like, God damn it, we did this joke in the last movie I did? It's in the uh, Wolverine. Listen. It's in the Wolverine. This joke is could in be. the Wolverine. It
1: could be. <sighs> if they liked it in the Wolverine, they'll like it in X-Men Days of Future Past,
0: clearly. Now, Oh, um, wait, no. Mag- in the Wolverine, it's he doesn't want to go through the metal detector because all he lost were his bone claws.
1: Bone claws. He, he still, still has, has his head an- And team. he says pat down. Yeah, which... All right, so I had a question earlier. So then, why doesn't the why doesn't the metal? Because he hasn't
0: gone through Project X, Project X, Project Project X. No, wait, what is it called? Weapon X, Project H. Got it. Weapon X.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay, He hasn't become Weapon X. Yeah,
0: which which uh, canonically in like the comics makes sense. Wolverine doesn't appear until eighty. uh, something like that. The, the only problem is
1: the Trask, the young... At this point in 73, this is the end of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. 73 is when we announce that we're withdrawing from Vietnam. Trask in X-Men Origins Wolverine... That hit squad, um, uh, I guess, unless that's a post Vietnam era. What?
0: Trash's not in? Right. Striker?
1: <laughs> oh, Striker. I mean, not Trash. Striker. Striker. Yeah, listen, it doesn't matter. Um, so Magneto appears, controlling the Sentinels, and barricades the White House within the outer structure of Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium. So Holy
0: l- shit, this that, is so badass.
1: The, the, the plot summary doesn't do a good job of describing it. Magneto goes to RFK Stadium, picks up the stadium, and brings it over to the White House and drops it down, basically trapping everyone. Within. Now,
0: McAvoy, Stewart, Vassbender, and McKellen, they're all doing different versions of the characters. Like, McAvoy's not yes. trying to do a Patrick Stewart. He does little things here and there. His, when, when the stadium workers like, May I help you? Fast benders. No, you can't. Is so much McKellen, <laughs> yeah. that bitching McKellen Magneto. Like I'm like, yay, he did it. And then he lifts up <laughs> he lifts up just he lifts up just the, the stadium, like the baseball field and everything yeah. else stays. It's so this is cooler than the uh Golden Gate Bridge in Last Stand. This is a hundred times sure. cooler. Sure, sure. That's so rad!
1: Yeah, it reminds you that Magneto is an Omega level, mm-hmm. right? Like
0: because yeah. he does it without breaking a sweat. He's just like, Bloop.
1: It, yeah, yeah. And he does the he does the Magneto Christ levitation that mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, during the battle, Magneto impales Logan rebar. Question for you: Is there a more frightening visual in superhero movies than Hugh Jackman as an enraged Wolverine charging at somebody? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I Fucking! Lo- I don't know how. So you're an actor. I don't know how he, what he does to get into the mindset to deliver. I that. do.
0: It's cold showers. Yeah. He says he cold showers. <laughs> what he no? Th- oh, that's that what, what, it what it is. He takes cold showers when he's playing Wolverine. Like not like like ice cold. Like turns it on it for enough pressure to make yeah. a shower, and then showers in that, and just
1: mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's uh, the, the, and, and, and so,
0: like. 15% of it is the fact that he can really furrow his brow into a yeah. very scary shape
1: <laughs> when he's charging Eric, uh, and basically like dodging or, you know, swiping the stuff that Eric's flinging at him. I, that's the Wolverine I want. Mm-hmm. Like, again, that's Hugh fucking Jackman. Holy yeah. shit. Uh,
0: and again, when he is covered in all the rebar, that is right out of like find a panel from when, when, yeah. uh, Magneto pulls out his adamantium skeleton and it is exactly the same. Yeah. And they just toss them into the botanic. You're like, oh shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, oh, it's.
0: Would that kill him? I mean, it doesn't in this movie. He regenerates when he comes out. But if you buried Logan in the bottom of the ocean, would he, in essence, not be able to come back?
1: Look, let's be honest. The realities of the marvel comics no
0: it wouldn't stop him from coming back right like right didn't he like you know wasn't there like a piece of him at one adam
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's it's gone a little bit extreme in in the way that many comics (laughs) yeah
0: yeah you're telling me these characters they've been telling for the past 40 to 70 years to suddenly don't work
1: (laughs) maybe they've tapped the well yeah the, the well's run dry. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now Nixon, Trask and a disguised Raven retreat to the white house bunker, <laughs> but Magneto rips the reinforcing steel bars out of the building with the intention of killing Nixon.
0: Also just takes the now, bunker out of the white house.
1: <laughs> yeah. He 100% does. Just, Absolutely.
0: just drops it on the South lawn. You're like, Oh shit.
1: <laughs> now I love the editing of this because this is all happening and it. We're getting kind of like the back and forth in the future. The X-Men are making their last stand uh, better than that movie. But. as an onslaught of sentinels attack them many mutants perish while attempting to buy more time with Magneto being seriously injured this uh, battle... mistake
0: number 1 never pull out the the stab injury yeah, that's like you're right until you know you can get that covered just leave it in you'll be fine in essence he you're could right. have taken it and like wrapped taken the metal and like wrapped it around himself to make his sure. own tourniquet you're, but you're 100% correct. well he just decided to pull it out
1: you also don't need to dig the bullet out. There's lots of people walking around with bullets in them, uh, and it's you know, that yeah, round, so <laughs> pretty crazy. <laughs> yep, um, but I, I love that sequence, and I gotta say, in terms of action sequences, and clearly, some of the fun is that you get to kill the characters. Like in terms of the fun of the experience, right?
0: But do we the, need to see Bobby die twice in one movie?
1: I, you know what that? You know what the Last Stand in the Future reminds me of a zombie movie and not like mm-hmm. an uplifting zombie l- movie, like world war Z where they figure out the trick, but the depressing zombie movie where everybody dies because you can't hold off the yeah, of zombies. Absolutely. That's 100% what this is. So, so if you're establishing the tone that there is zero hope in the future, that unless mm-hmm. they can change the past, there is no future. And at this yeah, point, you do need to see him twice. Die yeah. Twice. And at yeah. this
0: point, all is lost in 73. Like Raven's got a gun pointed at Trask and it's going to sure. happen. It happens a couple of days later than it was supposed to, but it, same. Yeah. So it's... this is the thing in the terrible Terminator Genesis movie. Um, Which one was that Terminator Genesis?
1: Was that the one where they're in Mexico for a minute
0: or the, yeah. And it's got aged up uh Terminator T-800.
1: Yes. I think I remember. Wait.
0: What. Oh, you know what? Oh no. I'm thinking of Dark. Dark, A dark Fate. Dark Fate is the one with the aged up. Genesis okay. is the one before that.
1: With the female Terminator, Terminatrix?
0: With, and um, uh, the Mother of Dragons as Sarah Connor.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And the whole I, movie. I don't know term- if I watched the whole thing even. Well, I think I was that well,
0: bored. He, he, here's, here's the part that drove me nuts. Yeah. The Terminator is constantly like, you and Kyle Reese have to copulate to make John Connor. I'm like, that's not how baby making works. It has to have been that exact same moment. So that exact sperm could hit the egg and make John Connor like on a fundamental basic science level. That shit doesn't work. If they didn't have sex at the exact moment they had sex in the Terminator, there's no guarantee that that is the sperm that's going to make it. Well, and if listen. it's not that sperm, it ain't John Connor.
1: That's a nature over nurture argument. Right. So the, the the flip side of that is the nurture is more important and
0: nope. Still stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, right. so yeah. if they make any more Terminator movies, can you please stop ruining the twist in the goddamn trailers? Yeah. You've been doing well, it since Terminator Two. It's time to stop.
1: Listen, if how about let can we say this? Hollywood, if you're going to make any more movies, can you stop ruining whatever twist is in that movie in the trailer?
0: But those are the those like Terminator 2. Oh, Arnold's a good guy in this one. Terminator yeah. Three. Oh, there's a female Terminator. Though the twist in three, the end of three, was not spoiled yeah, before I went into it, g- and that ending saves anything bad that happens in that movie. It, that yeah. ending is so great it's to the point heavy. where I don't want to say what it is because you no, haven't not seen it. Rise yeah. of the Machines. See that. That's actually a pretty decent Terminator movie.
1: It is. James Cameron had nothing to do with it, and uh, he helped. Arnold with has not been kind.
0: Gory. Did he? I thought... uh, like like he gave some pointers, but that was okay. the last one. The uh, salvation he had nothing to do with, and that the the fact that um uh Captain Boomerang, what the fuck's his name?
1: Uh, Jai Tom? No, oh no, Jai nope. Courtney's
0: in the next Jai one. Courtney. I jumped ahead one. Uh, Avatar Boy,
1: yes, yeah, Sam,
0: Sam. Worthington. Sam Worthington is a Terminator who has lost his memory. Yep. In
1: uh, that's Christian Terminator- Bale,
0: right? Yeah. That's the that's the famous Christian Bale. Oh, good for you. Yeah, every trailer gives away the the twist and I'm just like, yeah. could we could we stop? Okay. Well,
1: sorry. as as our friends know, you and I don't watch the trailers beyond a certain point for any movie we care about because we're not willing to risk spoils. Spoilers.
0: I gotta tell you, I haven't watched anything on, on Andor. Not because I'm not gonna watch it, because I'm gonna watch it. And I'm like, yeah. I, you've got me. I love yeah. this character in Rogue One. And I don't need to watch there's the only it. There's only a downside. There's
1: only a downside. Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely.
3: t-o-l-k-i-e-n and instagram at tipples and tolkien so cozy up pour yourself a drink and come on a journey with us this fall on tipples and tolkien is my microphone working it is hello everyone my name is pat benson and i'm here to tell you about my new show crossed wires it's for music lovers but especially those who are into the tech side of things Join me as I talk about guitars, electronic instruments and equipment, and conduct gear demonstrations as well as interviews with artists going through their creative process. My first episode, 10 Years is a Decade, is out now. Join in as I try to unravel a mystery that has swept the gear community. It's known as the 10 Years Pedal, and I demonstrate it on a guitar, bass, synthesizer, and a drum machine. I even get the help of some of my friends in The Strokes, Paramore, and Josh Scott of GHS Pedals, to try to get to the bottom of who makes this elusive pedal. To listen and subscribe to the show, head on over to nsradio slash crosswires. That's nsrad.io slash crossed wires. All right, that's it. That's what my show's about.
1: So in the future many mutants perish while attempting to buy more time with magneto mm-hmm. being Too soon.
0: And of course it wouldn't it wouldn't be an Ian McKellen movie without Ian McKellen being able to monologue. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're getting you know, the price would yeah, be. if you hire Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, a, you better have him give a, you monologue. Better have a monologue. And it better be a what have I done monologue. That's, right. That's right. all those years wasted fighting each other, Charles. To have a precious fear of them back. Mm, it's so sad. but yeah. it's mu- And it's much better than in uh, X-Men 3 where he literally says, what have I done? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. Ian McKellen can sell that with his face. We don't need to have him say it. We don't need to say it, yeah. Now, in
1: 1973, Raven, openly showing herself as a mutant, subdues Magneto. Mm-hmm. So my comment there is, like a boss, holy shit does she subdue him. Yeah. She She wings him in the neck without killing him. With the gun and then kicks the ever loving shit out of him.
0: And then just takes the helmet off, continues walking, and just says, He's all yours, Charles. Like, That's right. God Fucking damn, awesome. boss lady. That was nice.
1: Now, in doing so, she saves Nixon and his cabinet. Now she goes to kill Trask, but Charles convinces Raven to spare him. Mm-hmm. As a mutant was publicly seen saving the president, the Sentinel program is decommissioned, altering history and erasing the future Sentinels from existence. The mutants in the past depart separately. Trask is later imprisoned for attempting to sell military secrets to foreign military officials.
0: Gosh, um, someone so, someone giving out uh, military secrets to foreign uh, people. <laughs> I mean...
1: Got so Donald Trump also not coming on our podcast? Got okay,
0: well, he's right. hopefully going to be in jail pretty soon.
1: That's true. Um, <laughs> so th- I have one question for you. Does this make... The arc from X Men: First Class to X Men: Days of Future Past. It, should we really call that the redemption of Raven?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. the rest of these movies, she's full on uh, like a hero. Like she's I'm okay an with X Man in the uh, Dark Phoenix. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but oh, she's right. part of the team. And I'm like, no. Oh, and, and then it happens in apocalypse. She says, apocalypse? You, "You you go out there, you're X Men." I'm like,
1: "Oh, that's right. are you a wait, fucking no, X Men?" No. You go out there, you're an Avenger.
0: No, wait, oh, <laughs> outtakes. You go out there, you're an Avenger. What? Sorry, wrong universe. You're an X men
1: Yeah,
0: you're an X men yeah. <laughs> This is definitely not the MCU. I wish no. it was. I'm speaking as Jennifer Lawrence oh. now. Yes, I said. I said in the last episode, but. If anyone's watching these for the first time, mm-hmm. really soak in these performances because it is clearly the last time any of these actors are going to give two shits about these movies, especially Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, fantastic actor. I think she was uh franchised uh fatigued at this point between Hunger Games and this and yeah. she doesn't give two shits in Apocalypse. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> and it is so obvious and I'm not I'm not Blaming her, I understand, but just be prepared for her to not give a shit in the next movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a fair warning.
0: Okay, so uh, all this happens. Wolverine awakens at the school to find Iceman, Colossus, Kitty, Hank. This was supposed to be a bigger part for Kelsey Grammer, but he was making a Transformers movie. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Poor Kelsey Grammer. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm okay with (laughs) Him being sidelined,
0: but how about how about its comic accurate beast with sideburns and the spiked yeah. hair? I'm like, yay, that's, that's beast. That <laughs> that is beast. Whatever the fuck they did to him in Last Stand, yeah. Uh, Rogue, Jean Grey, and Cyclops wearing. I mean, why do they? Why do the glasses that they put on beautiful James Marsden's face just get dumber and dumber? These things are fucking ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Because Cyclops is a tool,
0: oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> if I was James Marsden and I showed up on set and that's what they had for me, I would I'm like, okay, but re- what am I wearing? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> what, is, no, you, what is it? What is it really?
1: <laughs> you know the the meme of uh Michael uh Michael Sierra, the de- deject walking dejected from <laughs> Arrested Development. Like that's it. Down, like, yeah. he, like he, like That's James Marsden coming back from the. Uh, from the uh, costume shop after his fitting for this yeah
0: kelsey Grammer, famke Janssen, and james marzin were like snuck into set sam jackson <gasps> style no way nobody knew this was coming oh that's awesome i remember seeing this in the theater and kelsey Grammer walked by and the entire audience went <gasps> and then we see gene and they went oh and then you know james Marsden pops in the frame they all went oh
1: <laughs> uh, him too
0: Okay, right? like, hey, come on Chase uh, yeah. Mars is a good guy
1: Sure Yes, he is He's a great actor The character is boring
0: Disenchanted? How fucking great yep. does that He's look? He's a
1: great actor Yes, agree, agree Hey, Logan
0: Gee. Are you okay? You're here Where else would I be?
2: Whoa Easy, pal some things never
0: change. So Logan asks Xavier for information about uh, about modern history from 1973 to present. That was cute. Yeah. And P- Patrick Stewart's realization. Welcome back. And realizing that Wolverine is from the original timeline has returned, the professor... A sense?
1: It means a grace. I,
0: I know. Yeah. Okay. Well... <laughs> Well get a little fancy here, Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, Back in 1973, a younger Logan is rescued by Raven, who is disguised as Major William Stryker. So, oh does he go to Weapon X? Does that mean that Mystique just sends him off to Weapon X? Because, in the, spoiler for the next movie, we see him Weapon X. Yeah. He is literally Weapon X in the next movie. Uh, With Stryker uh, there, he was oh like, the timeline doesn't matter anymore. So, does that mean
1: X-Men Origins Wolverine didn't happen?
0: Mm. Again, this again, timeline, that's the, pro- that's this the problem. This timeline right? makes like, my head hurt so much.
1: Yeah, this pro- timeline problematic. Now, in okay. the road cut, we get a mid credit scene. Wrong. Which
0: it's you- in the theatrical office. Oh,
1: it's in the theatrical office? Okay. Yeah. Um, so we see Stryker in a prison cell, much like Magneto was. We, you know, we knew that he went to prison for Trask. Trask. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sorry.
0: That. I'm sorry. Yes, that is only road cut, and it's. You know what? Not necessary. I thought you were jumping to the post-credit oh, no, scene. no,
1: yeah. So the mid-credit is is Trask in a prison right. cell like Magneto's. Um, but again, we I believe knew that the exact
0: went... same, the exact same prison. Yeah. It,
1: yeah, but again, we knew that that happened. We we heard about it. So you know, I don't know what why we did,
0: did we. Like, Actually, we see that
1: we see it on, a, had, uh, we see it on a newspaper.
0: Do you think like Peter Dinklage went to go was at the premiere and like they cut that scene? I spent, like, hours in the makeup chair to put that stupid beard on. That, that goatee,
1: yeah. Oh, no, right, full beard,
0: full beard. Full now, beard, long hair. Like, that's that's at least an hour of all that on ignored. him. And he's just, like, to lay there and it not be in the movie.
1: Now, uh, there's a post-credit scene that does make Ugh. the theatrical release because, of course, it's going to lead into the next movie. Um, this is in ancient Egypt. We see a crowd chanting to En Sabah Nur. Who is mm-hmm. telekinetically elevating building blocks to build pyramids? As four horsemen observe him from afar. And Casey. <laughs> Movie. Hey.
2: So before
0: before we finish, uh, my favorite thing is when did we see this together?
1: I don't think so.
0: I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Um, Like, it was so fun to see who were, like, the comic book nerds and the people that just came to see the movies. Because they all turned to their friends and were like, who is that? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I believe someone stood up in the thing, because there was only, like, a handful of us left. And she was like... Okay, who was that? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and at the time I was really excited and then spoiler alert uh oh boy, I'm not looking forward to Apocalypse at all. I haven't seen
1: it. So when we watch it for the Wait, have con- you never seen it? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I heard how bad it was and I'm like, uh, I'm not I'll just wait. I'll, I know whatever you've it.
0: heard doesn't do it oh, justice no. on how bad it is. Oh, it's no. it's pretty fucking rough.
1: Ugh. Okay. Well, Casey, before we talk about the next movie, we got a couple things to finish what? up with this
0: movie. Sure. We sure do. And of course, one of those things is we've got some questions. We sure do. They're here, they're here somewhere. Hang on. I got. I already opened them up. Okay. Where the fuck are... Oh, they're, they're over here. Okay. Hey, Todd. Yes, Casey. Who's your favorite character?
1: So, there's so much to choose for because any problems with this movie is not a result of acting. Uh... You know, I think, Oh, you know, listen, I'm always, you know, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine never disappoints, but I think mm-hmm. the surprise for this one, and maybe it's because he's the character that changes the most, you yeah. know, McAvoy as the young Xavier might be my favorite character in this movie.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Um... Sorry, I just realized I had the Buffy podcast still open in a, in a uh, Audacity file, and nothing was moving. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> and I read the <laughs> top of it. It yeah. said Buffy fa- podcast. I was like, okay. gotcha. "Yeah, I don't want to talk about this movie again." No. Uh, yeah, for me, mm. I'm gonna go the other side of it. It's Fastbender. Fassbender, Fassbender okay. is so good in that scene where he's trying to crash, where he's inadvertently crashing the yeah, plane. Yeah, I
1: think he's upset. I don't think he's trying to crash it. Um, nope. I think he's reacting yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey tough one well maybe not I th- and I think we're in the same place what is the best hey, hey. scene
0: do you want to say it on three sure it's the one it's, two three it's a it's quick the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. that whole sequence with him like turning the channel to um to Star Trek yeah the
1: the, the, <laughs> the, the the fast motion is just done so well the effect is so great yeah it's clearly did you
0: it. catch what James T. Kirk said, "No, no, I didn't. What did he say? is we're going backwards in time?" Oh, actually, I wah. did. I did catch that. Yes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> which is uh, the same way that they they. Oh, I don't know what oh. episode. I'm not. I'm not that versed on TOS. Oh, um, but it is the same. They time travel that way. The same way that they time travel in everybody's favorite Star Trek movie, the one Boy with the whales.
1: That's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Listen, that's good. I, I just need the.
0: Uh, uh, where are the nuclear vessels? Uh, excuse me. Alameda. Yeah. Oh, Mabelia. I don't know. I think they're in Alameda. Alameda. That's I, what, they, what said. they said. said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, hey, uh. T- yes. If you were to cut something from this movie,
1: and it, what would it be? Um, you know, taking the movie we watched, I'm going to cut the road cut
0: material. It's double it, jeopardy here, buddy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. it just... It hinders more than it than it advances, like most of the rest of the uh, director's special editions that we've watched. Yeah. Kind of like in, which uh, we'll drop on the main line soon, um, the special edition of the Iron Giant. I don't remember if this is what I cut, but I didn't like that we see fully ra- evil version of the Iron Giant in that weird flashback sequence. Mm. Oh, wait. We didn't do the signature version. That's right. I remember that we found I found it after we Oh.
1: Yeah, cuz you were recording. describing that I'm like I don't remember that. <laughs> like,
0: Did I fall asleep? <laughs> Did I was I stoned for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there's a scene where like there's a couple other extra scenes, but this one is like he's uh he's remembering uh who he was before. He like has a dream oh. and you see like that final version of him. Yeah, yeah. There, and I'm like, ah, you're giving away yeah. the ending. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't need to see it.
1: Yes, yeah, the road cut for me. What? what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in they, the same they, place.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um Casey, and, and, and only because like the road cut got such traction because if you look at the, they must not have gone back and fixed it. But Anna Paquin is like fifth build. Yeah, and she's literally in that end scene where she's walking away with Bobby, and you're just like. You get fifth billing for mm.
1: literally 10 seconds of screen time? Yeah, but that's probably that's probably part of the deal before they even show up on
0: stage, right? Like, and it's based on the script that they shot, she, which was the yeah, road cut it, script. It, and she sure. had a bigger part. Yeah. And she's an OG character. I yeah. would have gotten it if those scenes had been there. Sure, sure.
1: Um, this is a tough one. <laughs> Who is the <laughs> actor having the most fun?
0: Huh, yeah, this is a tough one. <sighs> i think it's evan peters though
1: oh you know what that's good yeah he's you having such yes, a blast he is uh I, I think we know that hugh jackman loves playing wolverine but he's I, you know it's no secret the work it takes to get him there
0: and the mental space you got you yeah. know the same the same thing yeah, with like ch- yeah fast bender yeah. like
1: mcavoy's playing it this torture broken character i even Nicholas Holt, who's doing a mm-hmm.
0: wonderful performance, but he, oh know. yeah, Nicholas Holt is great. Yeah,
1: you're you're right. Evan Peters. I wasn't <sighs> sure where I was going with that, but yeah, agree, hundred uh, percent.
0: Hey, so Todd, what's the uh, IMDb score for this?
1: Yes, let's go uh, I with. I
0: don't. I I think actually I saw it's the same for both.
1: Yeah, you know, so IMDB doesn't have a separate listing for the road cut, so Oh, I'm th- thinking
0: Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Sorry.
1: Tomatoes. So the so the theatrical release of X-Men Days of Future Past is a seven point nine out of ten.
0: Yeah. Yeah, seven point nine.
1: You know, I hated this movie less on this watch than I did on <laughs> oh. the first one. So
0: um, and- you don't have you don't have the knowledge of the next movie. As part of your, you're sure. like, well, let's yeah. rate this a little higher because it's all downhill from here. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I think you know, our conversation at the end of um, Let There Be Carnage. Y- you know, hmm. I-, I tried to watch the movie this time with the view of this is a new story inspired by a story I loved, and yeah. so then if I rate it that way, I mean, I still think the it, the cl- plot's a little clunky at points. I don't know that sure. I. I don't know that I love the villain turn of Eric back in 73, you know, when he decides to, you know, but I guess, I don't know. But uh, I'm just going to keep it right where it is. 7.9. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not ever choosing to go back to it. Well,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to watch an X-Men movie like X-Men, not Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm going to watch X-Men 2. <laughs> like. That's, that's yeah, the, um, that's the peak for me or sure. X-Men. Yeah. X-Men or X-Men two. Like those are so good and grounded and fun and does the right amount of humor with, they with get with,
1: they get flashier later, but the movies don't necessarily get better.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. Those yeah. movies are like, name me a better hero entrance than Wolverine in the cage match.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. You said it's anything? F- yeah, but if you kick him in the nuts, he's gonna take it personal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't hit him in the balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Casey, watch it with the kids. So, so we we have this interesting benchmark in our house now. Yep. Is it more violent or scary than Stranger Things four?
1: Mm, which is a fair
0: question. It's, which is also pretty goddamn violent. <laughs> yeah. We, th- dear Duffer Brothers, we don't need to see people's arms and legs snap every goddamn episode. Oh. There weren't that many people killed, and they kept showing it over and over again. It's like, oh Jesus, this again? Come on.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that the violence in Stranger Things is more horrific. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, so all those characters died. They're all, co- they're comic book deaths, right? You're obliterated in a blast. Even Warpath in the last stand is kind of brutal. He's trying to, he's like <sighs> holding onto a sentinel from like basically up on his shoulders. And the sentinel turns on the death ray and just grabs him and pulls him down over the front. Like God is so his violent! Yeah. yeah. But all um, that is like that cart, that comic book style violence.
0: Sure. When, when, Wolverine takes out the the gangster thugs in the beginning. It's I'm going to slice you and you fall off screen and you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, there's no blood. <laughs> it's sp- not. It's spray. not Logan. <laughs> it's not Logan. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah I think spoiler lo- for when we get to Logan, unless your kid is of age, I personally think don't show that to your kids. That movie is fucking violent. Well,
1: it's it's a it's a violent rated R movie. Correctly yeah, rated. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's correctly rated. You know, weirdly, this cut which had beyond rogue being in it there were a couple extra moments of violence that they added back in and and the second fuck and a couple other things because this version is not rated Mm -hmm. so yeah mileage may vary but you know if your kid's good with cartoon level or cartoon comic book level violence yeah and some some swearing it's fine
1: yeah I, i would say this is probably closer to the you know the more more extreme comic book violence, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so um, definitely some discretion there. It's it's definitely a mixed bag, I think, in terms of your kids. So, agreed. Okay, now Casey, we're at a very oh, important part God of the damn night. It. The part where you pull a great movie for us to watch. Yes. Ooh, I'm sure there's Casey. There are so many good movies in there. All you got to do is pull one of them. Just don't pull a shit movie. Don't pull a shit! Oh, oh, you're you're teeing. What is?
0: Hang on, I need to look something up.
1: Okay. Oh, to see which one it is. Huh. So that's a sequence. So it's not MCU. Um,
0: oh, no, I don't I don't know what that order is. Because uh, <laughs> we
1: watched Civil War last in the MCU. Yeah,
0: we're a Doctor Strange for them. Yes, yes, yes. Doctor Strange. Uh, we did Zack League. we did Aquaman, we did Shazam, we did Birds oh, no. of Prey, oh, we're watching oh, Wonder no. Woman 1984. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, Todd.
1: Uh no, no. We get
0: Chris Pine. But, uh, no. <laughs> no buts. And also, that moves us one step closer to The Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, but that means first I have to watch this movie.
0: I think you're gonna like it more on the on the rewatch.
1: Ugh, okay. Let's go watch a trailer. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. Your time will come, Diana,
3: and everything will be different.
0: Citizens of the world.
2: I'm here to change your life. Anything you want. Anything you dream of, you can have it. You look like you saw a ghost. Diana, look at you. It's like not one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator.
0: You've always had everything
2: While people like me have had nothing Well, now it's my turn Get used to it I've never been one for rules The answer is always more Never find us. I forgot to
1: tell you. What? Radar. Will they, will they shoot at us? So keen on this one, I figure uh, you are. But you know what? I'm ready to go. I think we can do better. Parachute pants? Yeah. Um, does, it, does everybody parachute now? All right, Casey. Um, do you want to take a guess at the IMDb rating for this movie? You're going to be pissed.
0: You want to? Take no, a guess? I'm not. I know it's low. It's going to be like in the low fives, high fours. Five point four. Hmm.
1: I'm not going to say anything now, but you can turn in in here. Here's two weeks the problem. What I think.
0: Here's the problem. Just so the many one, people. Just the one. Okay. Here's the. Yeah. So many people are mad at how Wonder Woman defeats the villain in this movie.
1: Spoiler. Uh, well, yeah.
0: It is literally the exact same way she defeats the villain in the in the prior movie, just with a different twist on it. Careful, Casey. That's a spoiler. So Todd? Yes. Uh that was a movie. That was a movie. There's another hey, movie
1: coming up. Yeah.
0: We sure do. We got we got uh, some more. Listen, we've done two Marvel, right? Wait.
1: Yeah. Wait. Fuck. I don't I don't count these as Marvel movies. They're not I I like not Marvel MCU, Studio. but they're Mar- Marvel they're still Studio m- movies.
0: Yeah, they're Marvel Studio movies. So with Buffy and there'd be carnage. And then X-Men. We are now moving over to the DC side of things for, for, you know, while, while we still have a DC films, because the bonehead that's running discovery <laughs> is, I, I want to know how much is he going to make if it takes, like, is this a bat girl situation? Because you, did you see the CFO? No. T- today was like, yeah, we think that, um, the price point from H2O Max and Discovery Plus is a little low oh. after they've taken a whole bunch of shit off the, so the, we're, you're going to lose content and you're going to raise the price. At least when Netflix, you know, jacks their price up to 23 fucking dollars a month, they're like, but look at all the content you have. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. I only watch one thing on there, <laughs> but it's, oh well, Morbius is on there, so yeah, fucking time it's morbid time i wish it was morbid time i'd rather watch that no no i like this movie. that's a
1: standalone right
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's, it? that's sitting in the helmet on its own yeah, yeah and so okay awesome and we've done the venom and uh, that's apparent. true yeah that's true okay so uh, okay so todd if um if anyone would like to tell you why you're wrong for not liking this <laughs> film that we just reviewed <laughs> yeah uh, where can they do Sure, track me down on social media. where can they do? Where can, where they, do? can they do that? <laughs> sure. Track me
1: down on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the handle at TMP in S-Y-R. Hey, Casey, if people want to explain to you while you are so very, very wrong about Wonder Woman 84, where can people find you?
0: Well, you can find me on the old Twitter at Casey. You can find me on... Instagram at not dot Ryan Casey. I also have a letterbox if you Ooh. want to see my uh, stars only review. I don't I don't write anything in my reviews, but I'm going through every movie I've ever watched, so it's going to take me a while. But because uh, <laughs> I've watched thousands a of, lot movies, of movies, thousands easily. Okay. Um, so I'm going through that. Uh, my handle on letterbox is C J R A C T. Okay. And the podcast itself, if you want to write to us, we have a Instagram, which is HeroCast. Twitter, T-S-P-H-C-Tweets. And if you'd like to write us a long-form letter, you can do that on the old Gmail at SuperPodHeroCast at gmail.com because...
1: Only Cap writes letters. Tony. Music for the podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin MacLeod. Find his music at Incompetech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Find his music at silvermansound.com.
0: So that'll do it for the SuperPod Pod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan.
1: For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Danny Ryan.
0: Be heroic.
1: All right, man. Well done.
0: That was a that was an interesting be heroic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure. Be heroic. Be
0: heroic.